What is good, ladies and gents? Sorry. Ew. I haven't heard what's good since I was like in eighth grade. What's happening? <laughs> it's me. We're back. <laughs> Welcome again to the Something Isn't Right podcast. We're jumping down the fucking rabbit hole tonight, this evening. It's night where we're at here. You don't need to know. We're all ready to tell you a bunch of information that we've been fucking geeking about for the last week and a half. So, a lot of shit has gone on. I'm sure that you guys are all bored as fuck. It's to be imagined, and it's to be expected at this point. So, hopefully something changes here soon. But, we're going to take full advantage of you guys sitting there, and hopefully you listen to my decent-sounding voice. Um, yeah, we're back. Randa's back for this episode. Yeah. We're going to... Blue face, baby. <laughs> What's blue face? That's what I said last episode. Oh. I remember when you introduced her as Quarantini? Oh, oh like, yeah. Man, that sounds boom, 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 blue face. Quarantini. She just hasn't put up her content yet. It's coming. It's, yes, it's in the making. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, We're going to, this episode is going to be way more conversational than actual, like, how we go through timelines usually in our previous episodes yeah we're just going to try to stay as relevant at the same time but we're going to give you a shit ton of information if you guys want to take notes that'd be cool as shit i mean i'd be impressed i mean i i don't, I don't imagine you'd want to take notes sitting at your house you're probably in your pajamas maybe in your boxers smoking a doobie i, I don't know what you're doing drinking yeah. wine don't feel pressured to take notes yeah don't feel pressured um, but there'll be a test so we're kind of before we get into the weeds of our continuous Illuminati episode. We're kind of just going to get into some more of our more paranormal stuff that we've actually experienced ourselves. Personal experience with paranormal entities. I don't think Christian has had any. Have you had anything happen to you? No, I just, I'm just very well aware of the true evil that's out nowadays. Yeah, he's definitely opened up now. But I think, too, it when things happen to people, you have to be the type of person who is open to receiving that kind of stuff. And I feel like a lot of men aren't just because you're like. Because of this. Yeah, because of basically the stigma that surrounds you as a man, you're expected to not. Oh, that's not true. We'll be OK. You're expected to basically be the comforter and. And if you come to that realization and it is kind of concerning and something that you can't technically control, that is demasculating as a male. Yeah, because like personally, like in my family, um, my mom has experienced things. I have experienced things. My brother has not. My blood brother, he that he knows of. When we start talking about dreams, I'll talk about his experience that he didn't even realize he had until he told me about it um my sister not so much either she can like sleep in a pitch black room she's not really scared of much but I have experienced things since I was little um and I had it in a really long time until what when did I start having my night terrors again um probably three years ago yeah probably about three years ago and um, they were only for a little while, too. It was weird. It was for a good span of six months that you had them consistently. Mm-hmm. He had to like he would have to wake me up and comfort me. And I'm also um, super like I my vision's terrible. So when I first wake up, I'm kind of discombobulated. I don't really know where I'm at. Um, so it takes me a second. So, I mean, I'm so thankful that I have Christian to kind of be there and comfort me and bring me back to reality. 
But um, I've had some pretty terrifying dreams, and I know Rhonda has because we've we used to work together, and we kind of like. Um, I've never really been able to talk to anybody about this stuff because I feel like they there's a stigma around it and people would think I'm weird. But then when she opened up to me about it, I was like, oh, my fucking thank you, God. Like It's, it's great to have somebody like coincidences or, or yeah. like like whatever they had is similar to yours because you can share an experience which you both understand. Right. Like, I'm like, thank God I'm not crazy. Like, I think the first the first thing that she told me about that happened to her was with a yoga ball in the bathroom and it freaked <laughs> the shit out of me. Like I was so scared, like just th- like putting myself in her position. Um, but I, th- I might've tried to talk about this on the show before. I don't remember, but she can tell it way better than I can. It was, oh my gosh. It's still like to this day, it creeps me out because you know how they say like the whole uh, thing with time and it's like three o'clock in the morning is like the devil's hour and all this crazy stuff. Yeah, the witching hour, yeah. Yeah. So this, when it happened, I shit you not, it was 3.33 a.m. And so... I already like I went hold Trinity. on. Yeah, Unholy I didn't Trinity. know it was 333, yeah. 333. I mean, come yeah. on. And I will have like I've always had sleep problems ever since I was young where I will literally like I suffer from I guess in, you know, in American terms and, and everything it's called sleep paralysis, but in cultural stuff that's not really what you're going through when that happens to you. So, you know, just the umbrella of it is called sleep paralysis, but I will always wake up in the middle of the night and it's usually around like 3 a.m. or so and so when I see the time like if I wake up and it's 1 a.m. it's okay like I look at the clock and I'm like yeah whatever okay and I go back to bed but when it's like 3 a.m. I'm like no I do the same thing (laughs) I'm like I'm covering my head and I'm just not I'm not even gonna deal with it I'm just like come on in motherfucker I'll fuck your shit up (laughs) I do the same thing I'll look and if it is 3 a.m. or even in the realm of like 3 to 3 30 a.m. I'll wake him up for something like I'll be like oh uh I heard something, or uh, could you do this for me? Yeah, I have no problem doing that shit. I fucking wish. You guys know where I originated. Like where I grew up originally. I told you that. I mean, the, the forest culture that I, basically when I was a younger man. What? Well, I told you I grew up in the Wishinigga Woods. Oh, thank oh, God. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I'm like, 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 what? What? What, am I, what am I missing? Right on down to the Wishinigga Woods. The first, That's where I grew up. The first time he told my mom that, she had the same reaction, and she thought it was the funniest thing ever. And now she always says that. I'm like, Mom, don't say <laughs> that. Please don't. Please don't. <laughs> oh, my okay. God. Okay, but... Yeah, tell us that. Well, t- Christian doesn't know the story, so tell. This is fucking creepy. It, by far, it is the craziest thing that I've ever experienced. But I, okay, so I had a dream where, um, in my old my old house, my I had the master bedroom and the bathroom, um, the bathroom door, like you know, your your bed is here, and so the bathroom door is, like, right there. So if I don't close my door, I can see, like, into the bathroom kind yeah. of thing, right? Yeah. So I've always been a weirdo. Like, I close my bedroom door, I close the bathroom door. I just, I don't like doors open. She likes that, too. It gives you a sense of security yeah. because you're in a contained space. Exactly. Like, yeah, that's what I try space, to say. Like, your contained space. Somebody breaks in the house, it's easier, you know, if my bedroom door is locked, for me to be like, oh, crap, there's some noise going around. The dogs are barking. Exactly. Let me get up. Versus, like, hey, the door's 
wide open. The yeah. dogs are barking. Now we're all ambushed. And you on know? top of the fact that it gives them an obstacle to which you might hear a noise, it gives you a little bit of an extra time so you can actually, you know, formulate prepare. your plan and prepare. Yeah. Right. For exactly. us, we're just sitting on the nightstand. So, <laughs> you yeah. know where I grew up, if y'all, for real. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Thank God. I'm just kidding. I'm a cool guy. Um, but so I'm diligent. I was very diligent about closing my bathroom door when I would go to bed. And so one night, and I think I, I remember I told you this dream at work was I left the bathroom door open that night for whatever reason. And I went to bed and that night I had a dream, a big black goat ran out of the bathroom and jumped on my bed. And I jumped off my bed like, what the fuck? fuck is going why is there a goat in my house we're not talking like Cusco. we're not talking no. llama type shit we're talking black goat like yeah. devil lucifer this mofo was huge and he just trotted out of my bathroom i bet you he had really big horns too yeah, yeah he did and he jumped on the bed and i was just like what the hell but that's not the first time i've ever had a dream about a goat the very first time <laughs> i dreamt about a goat was like 2000 and i don't know 11 ish I had a dream. I lived in like a rural kind of area of Vegas, so it we yeah. had like ranch style houses. Yeah, and that's the best part of Vegas, honestly. As far I mean, not for scary shit, but to live, you yeah. get that space. Yeah, you get a lot of land. I don't know about scary shit. I mean, fuck, <laughs> I, I can't really speak on that. I had the craziest dream. I had a dream that I had a goat, and my pet goat got loose, and so the neighbors are like, "Hey, dude, like your goat's running around." And he's hey, your goat. Things. Yeah, he was like, "You need to get your goat." So I go Come and on, I go. Yeah, so I'm like, where the hell is my goat? So I'm driving around looking for my goat and I pull up and I'm like, dude, like what? Like you're trying to get out of my Altima at the time. Oh, I remember grab, this one. Yeah, to get the goat. And this motherfucker starts talking to me. Like he's like, Oh, you just want me to get in the car? He gets in the car, buckles himself up, and I'm sitting in the car and I'm this like This motherfucker's hooving. He's got hooves. What the hell? He ain't got no fingers. Yeah. He ain't he, got no hands, no thumbs. <laughs> and I I just sitting in the car and I was looking in the passenger seat and I'm like, you can talk? Like, what the f Like, it was the weirdest of thing. Of course I can talk. Yeah. He's like, I've always been able to talk. You just much. have never listened. He was like, oh, you know, tripped out? I can talk? That's how my brain works. I can see scary shit like yeah. that. Maybe that's another reason why I, I, maybe I'm, I like overly, like we talk about conditioning. Maybe I overly condition myself because that thing is, because horror for the most part is almost borderline comical. funny and comical to me because I can see... It used to freak me out when we first started dating and we would watch like scary movies. Murder movies or People whatever. would get murdered and he'd laugh and I'm like... Yeah, it's because it's fucking it's comical. Funny, <laughs> but it's it's more so about like let's say let's talk about a movie like um fuck whatever let's use a horror movie like Halloween like in the way that which people die like there's an obvious way out. Like I get it's for a movie, and I and I know that's part of the fucking movie watching experience. But there's an obvious fucking way out, and you did everything incorrectly right. up until this point. I mean, you fucking deserve to die in a movie if you can't make the right choice. Uh, yeah. If you're gonna run away and go hide next to the chainsaws like in that commercial, we should hide inside the house. Oh, yeah. But there's a running car. No, no, yeah, no, exactly. No. Don't take the car and don't leave. You should hide in the fucking house. The thing that freaked me out though when she told me about that, because I had just started looking into symbolism, um, like with owls and goats, and I'm just like, dude, there's yeah, it's terrible. There's yeah. something going on, either like a bloodline thing or maybe somebody like and. Where I grew up, it would be called giving somebody like ojo. Like what it what ojo is is like 
maybe you see somebody that you're envious of or jealous and not intentionally, but like that energy that you give to them is negative. So then it impacts them negatively through either like the best example I can give is like when somebody sees somebody with pretty hair, they go and touch it because they're like, I don't want to give you ojo. I'm showing that I'm not giving you negative feelings so that a negative entity or nothing negative happens to, to your hair yeah. to attach. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So when she was telling me that she had more than one dream about a black goat and I had just started looking into symbolism, symbolism, symbolism yeah. with like black goats, owls, the dogs. We watched that movie Witch or the Witch and exactly. the whole fucking thing was a goat. Yeah. It was so boring as fuck to me. Like that movie was the most boring fucking scary movie ever. I fell asleep during that yeah, movie too. I have seen that <laughs> it was like, too. oh my god, it was scary. I don't want to sit in a fucking theater and watch a goat for an hour and 45 minutes right. and then you realize the girl was the evil or whatever and the fuck goats are creepy because that's of the way their pupils are that's the thing yeah. I grew up how they look up and down right? they're like those there's like those really creepy photos that follow you around rooms they could be staring straight ahead and you don't realize it but it looks like they're following you back and forth yeah and on top of the symbolism the relation to the devil I mean right. Baphomet they talk about that too and it's basically a human goat you know Hybrid. And, that, and he's always yeah. black. And that's the thing. Like, when she told me about the dream with him talking to her. Yeah. I was like. That's not good. Yeah. it's It was That's crazy. definitely like your brain, like, telling you, like, be careful. Yeah. Your and brain or your soul. Yeah. yeah. Something's basically telling you. They're trying to give you a fucking precursor. Like, pay yeah. attention because something's not right. That's when that eye that I wear disappeared that I told you, you know, how, like, well, because, uh, like, I'm Middle Eastern. And Osiris. So, yeah. Our culture, we have the blue eye. I told you this. Yeah. They give it to us. Yeah. The eye. And they say it's to ward off, like, evil spirits or, you know, someone that's like envious or whatever and my eye disappeared like my my pendant malignant had, feelings yeah it's it's crazy but that same bathroom that the goat jumped out of so i the the crazy thing with the medicine like a exercise ball so like a small exercise ball you do like abs and stuff with right yeah i had it in i've the been bathroom. to the gym in forever so no, i'm just kidding <laughs> I had it in the bathroom. Can't tell me i don't remember no listen this is fucking creepy <laughs> i had it in the bathroom because i had like a extra storage closet in there that didn't have the doors on it and so i just you know put all my extra stuff in there well so when i woke up and it was 3 33 in the morning um, the reason how I know this really happened is on my caller ID, I called my mom at 3.33 in the morning. Yeah. And so at the time I had so a roommate. You're awake. You yeah. know what I mean? Like you have something that you yeah. can substantiate your claim to. Swear to God, man. I had So I had a roommate and she was at her boyfriend's house. She left for her boyfriend. And so it was just me in my room and the dogs were downstairs with my mom. And my mom's a fucking night owl. She's like uh, awake all the time. Yeah. And so. Like me. Well, yeah. Used to be like me. Now I have no stress. <laughs> it's crazy and so i wake up like the jolting in the middle of the night wake that i always get sometimes in my sleep yeah and i hear my fall. like it's like a sensation of falling it is it's yeah. it's nuts and so i wake up and i hear the so the sound that i can best explain that i heard was you know when you would go to like a store like target or something and those big bouncy balls when kids ding, drop them ding, that's yeah. what it was in my bathroom and the door was closed meaning like it was being yeah bounced. Like somebody was throwing it. I have no children. Oh, you know, at the time, like I didn't have my stepdaughter, nothing. So I was me by myself. The dogs are downstairs. My mom, it, like well, some fucking entity was in there yeah. doing abs. And so, no, <laughs> I'm just stop. kidding. I'm joking. I'm just kidding. That was the first They're thing I could think of. Dropping it 
yeah, like picking it up and dropping it. And I hear the ding, ding, ding. And so I thought I was asleep. Like I was like, yeah, bitch. of course. There's a reason why you're <laughs> fucking hearing that in your sleep. I'm you know like, what I mean? you're you hear tripping. It That's the same thing. But keep going. So I'm I sorry. wake up I go on and I turn my light on and I'm like, okay, you must have been having a crazy dream. Like, just, you know, turn the light on. Cool out. Yeah, yeah, it'll, it'll, Relax. You know, it's girl, just you're, anxiety. You're freaking out. So yeah. I turn yeah. the light on. And Come on, bro. Yeah. You got this. Let's go back to sleep. <laughs> ain't shit. That was and just a I scary dream. There. It ain't real. Oh, my God. So I turn the light on and I lay there. And then, you know how, like, when you're trying to fall back asleep, so you're still awake. You're like, okay, like, shake it off. You're going to fall back asleep. I hear the ding, 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 like the ball bouncing again. And then I was like, you know what? I'm a grown ass woman. Like, but I'm terrified right now so i call my mom i would just hop in the car and be like nope i ain't going near this shit right now i'm getting the fuck out of here i couldn't even get up like i was so petrified even with the light on i called my mom and i was like mom you need to come upstairs that doesn't sound like a haunting either that doesn't sound like a spirit that sounds like demonic yeah because if it had that same connection even if it was a bad spirit you wouldn't have the those symbolisms yeah. in your subconscious. So before I, mean, right? I saw the dream of the goat, and then that should happen, and I'm like, oh, fuck. Like, there's something That's what I'm going saying. on in this, ho- in this house with me. I don't even know. Indian like, burial ground for all you yeah. Muslim fucking and it's, it's, shit. it's Mountain's Edge, y'all. So yeah. that that part of... Uh, so if y'all live in Mountain's is. Edge, Vegas, it ain't just about kicking the doors no more. It's <laughs> yeah. about fucking Indian burial grounds it's and like demonic spirits. Place. Like, it's like, it's just... Beautiful so- parks. Beautiful parks. <laughs> Shut up. Yeah, we have like, you know, nice enormous screen soccer fields. (laughs) Amazing dog walking areas. Yeah, and there's like this area behind the house that was a like a reserve thing for like floods, but I would call it Rape Alley because you could walk through it. But I know what you're talking about. Nobody wants to walk through that. Like, first of all, it's a wash. On the creepiest shit, there's dead ass one of those on Eastern. Remember when we lived on that side of town or we were over in that area and the fucking light was flickering and I would always make a big deal. There's an under thing for basically an overpass of, of Eastern. Yeah. And then there's the same type of shit. Yeah. There was always a broken fucking light right by the street that would flicker. Hella sus. Like, rape me. Rape me. That's right? like what the fucking thing is saying. Yeah. It's fucking terrible. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, it's just weird, too. I, I talked to one of my friends who listened to one of these podcasts. He's actually the guy who I get a lot of my pops from. So if you guys like pops, go to Pop Dungeon. He's a good guy. Be happy to take care of you. Ooh, um, Pop Dungeon. Yeah. What's up, bro? Um, but... <laughs> What he was telling me was basically he's had these weird interactions similar to like that. I mean, it's not like um, something that you could definitely say was was off. Yeah. But he had that feeling, you know, that sense that your hair raises. Yes. The cold sensation. Yeah. He went from normal to chills. Yeah. He And it's like a sense of fear. But he didn't know why he was scared. Yeah. He said that. He was uh, basically, I, I think he said at a park or by his house walking the dog or something like that. And he was underneath one of those lights and that began to flicker and it never did that. That always creeps me out when that happens or like on our street when and the it light hasn't done it at all. turns off. Yeah. Just the one by our house. And I'm like, um, okay, I'm going inside now. It's like suspect. It's just, yeah. yeah. You don't even want to go in the garage. Like uh, you have it locked off and shit. And you just don't even want to go in there because yeah. it's worrisome. That's how the human <laughs> brain kind of works. So. 
It's, what did your mom say? When you well, my it? mom, she's like all courageous and comes in the room and is like, what's going on? You know, and I'm like, there's something in the bathroom bouncing my, my, like my, my, my ab ball thing and, you know, all this stuff. And I'm like, mom, there's something in there. Like, don't even open the door. And she's like, no. She opens the door and she's like, in Jesus name, get out of here. And she just tells oh me. Oh my like, God, we have the same mom. Yeah. Whenever, whenever so, I, right, that probably could be like the most effective shit you could do on some real shit Seriously? though, a believer to bring them in there. Seriously. You're not no. fucking with me. I, I just wish there was like a real hood parishioner that knew how to do that. And he was like, with all the ghetto spirits, he's like, get the fuck out of here, bro. He ain't going <laughs> to fuck around in here no more. You need to get the fuck out this bitch for me, bro. But yeah, that that talking like plies. Oh my god! Still to this day, it trips me out. Like even when I think about it, because of the first of all the 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 first dream with the goat, the big black goat that jumped out of the same area where that medicine ball was bouncing. Crazy. And then when I learned that closets are like portals, or they could be portals. Well, I have a closet in that bathroom, and the doors were off, so you could never close the closet. And Can't I, close the portal. Yeah, and like I, Monsters Inc. They're trying to tell us some shit that's yeah, true. <laughs> and it's it's crazy. So now I'm like, all doors are always closed in my house. Like, I don't even know. And I do still get those moments of like, I'll be by myself and the hair on my head will stand up and I just get creeped out. And I'm like, and I'm alone. And I'm like, oh my God. Like, so I just do what my mom does. And I'm like, in Jesus name, ah, not today. Like, no, you know, and then I feel okay. That's another reason why I hung the cross. That was another reason, just for that protection. I mean, I, I, I haven't really had an experience at the same time. I've seen some weird stuff, but nothing that would, you know, I'm pretty, I question a lot of shit. I basically yeah. question everything that I fucking come into contact with. It's true, though. Like, I, um, like, the past few years of my life and stuff, I haven't been very religious. But with things that have happened to me recently, and just everybody says it. Like, even if you watch fucking Travel Channel and those ghosts, um, hunting shows they say how much power god's name and jesus name has and there has been times where i've been so scared and have felt you can i don't know if it's a presence but some you can go from feeling completely normal to being scared of something and your body knows it because you get goosebumps or you feel like yeah. a yeah. chill and anytime i've ever said like you know i'm protected by god or i'm protected by jesus or have said get out of my house because you're not welcome here i have felt better yeah so there has to be something that that. and i don't know if it's like if it's lucid dreams or what but recently projecting yeah i've had some crazy dreams where well one night um i knew i was still dozing off but i saw like a flying like tarantula sized spider in my dream but jameson was still awake (laughs) and then i'm like asleep awake and i'm like ah like lunging like to like catch it and so he's looking at me like what What the the fuck yeah and i was like oh my god i'm having one of those weird dreams again but before that like so recently i had this experience where so i sleep on the side of the bed i'm on the edge of the bed on my side right and jameson is usually like right in my back like he he cuddles me like that but when he's spooning yeah when (laughs) i mean always little spoon but at the edge of the bed but our chihuahua, she got in the middle and she sleeps like this. What is this? Horizontal? The yeah. hot dog way? Yeah. So she sleeps it's a weird, this way. If they're between that, yeah. which is weird, she but continue. She sleeps like that. And she's like, so paws on my back, legs on his back kind of thing. So she's a little chihuahua. But so I'm sleeping and I feel something start pulling me off the bed. 
and I can feel myself getting pulled. And so I started scooting back, like, because I couldn't tell what the hell yeah, was going on. Yeah, because you didn't on. realize what was happening. Yeah, and I was just, like, in my sleep, and I was, like, I was so scared. Like, I could have probably started crying in my sleep, but I was scooting back, hoping, like, if I either wake the dog up or him up, like, he'll see what the hell's going on, and he'll fight whatever's happening. Yeah. But something was legit pulling me, and so I could feel myself, like, pushing back on him and the dog, and then I finally, like, got enough, like, I don't know. I was either awakened or cognitive sense. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, I called on God and I was like, in God's name, nope, whatever's going on. I'm not, nope. Like, you, you need to go. And then I just, I, it let me go and it went away. You know, something crazy like anyone who, I mean, I understand people that don't believe in people that aren't like necessarily, let's say, true believers or whatever you want to say. They don't have an association. They want to be atheistic. That's fine. Yeah. I understand that much. But if you were to die, like, let's say that someone, or something were to happen to you, this happens to everyone. This is like a fact. People will pray to a God that they don't believe in. Right. Why? Why is that? Why is that? Like, why has that not belief? Do you not realize that there is a greater purpose, or do you just hope that there is? Is yeah. it? But I think. I mean, I think that people go through life basically if they are that way. I mean, not necessarily from science, because we've talked how much that science can be manipulated based right. off of perspective or based off of who's teaching it. It just depends on who presents the facts. But I think that people are are, are basically like it, they like spiritually, if they aren't in tune with that, you do leave a gaping hole True. and it allows I can say this from fucking experience. And if you focus on other things, material things and whatever else, you can see how it's easier for people to do those because they do grant that instant satisfaction with God and with being religious. And I just think that the tonality of the whole thing, if you're like, let's say you're just reading the Bible, you're not going to church or doing any of those things. The whole thing is just about being a better person and about having a better connection and about understanding that not everything in your life is controllable, but if you do your best and then you also hope and you wish and you believe in something, then it, it can be, it can be something that's fulfilling in its own. So, I just think it's so funny when people talk about. I, I'm not really by any means. You can ask her. Yeah. You can ask her, but in the last however long, in the last let's say, last even couple weeks, I, I go back and forth with it because it, it's really easy to patronize something if something's not going your way. It's really easy to blame somebody else. Right. But it really just boils down to you. The thing is too, like. A lot of people, because like my, not to, not to talk about God or anything like that, because I think, well, for me, speaking for me, I'm not, I don't follow a religion, but I believe in God and I believe in a higher power just because of certain instances like that that have happened to me. You've seen examples in I've, your life. I've seen examples in my life. And yeah. I mean, like I've said before, I don't trust people, but I do trust in a God and you can feel it. It's so easy yeah. to get torn away from that and to be pessimistic. And a lot of people don't believe that there's something after this life. And that's why it's so easy to be evil yeah. at the end of the day. Because like, you're going to do whatever you can now to get whatever you want. Exactly. We have free will. Yeah. We yeah. have free Instant. will. They don't want to wait. That's why. Do you, what is that? 
Oh, my dog. All right, cool. <laughs> it's a dog. That was a skinwalker. It's Dojo. Or what is his name? The the one. Cujo. 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 <laughs> That's Dojo. He's just our, uh, he, he's, our Asian dog. <laughs> he lives with those guys that instruct karate down oh the street. <laughs> They're Taekwondo instructors. Yeah, he, they let Dojo hang out at the Dojo. The, the, <laughs> the thing for me is that I've experienced evil. So in every firsthand everything in life there's checks and balances where there's good there's bad so if evil is real so is good and Very i much think so. that's right. why i have faith because even when i was little um my grandma took me to um i think he was a culandera i'm not sure what kind of witch doctor he was but I don't have too many of these memories. I have a few, but supposedly since I was little, I would talk to my um, my mother and my grandmother about a man I would always see. And I wasn't scared of this man, but I would always see him. And I would mistake him for my father. And this was before I had even started school, so I was really little. And so they took me to the school in Dera, and he said that, I was born with an attachment, and if he removed this attachment, he doesn't know if it's good or bad. And if he removes it, it could be something protecting me from something else that is evil. So they left it alone. And um, when my mom told me that, I kind of remember seeing it and me trying to rationalize things. I was just like, "You were little." Yeah, I was little. I make it make sense to you. I was like, maybe I was making it up. Maybe it was an imaginary friend. But as I got older... talked about it before, children see in different spectrums because of their age. Exactly. And as I got older, I remember specifically seeing this man um, more than one time and even physically feeling him, and it was never my father. Um, I don't really think I was ever scared of him because I didn't get those feelings. Yeah, you didn't have that, yeah. But one of the things that kind of, um, I don't know. Unnerved you. Unnerved me and made me think about things is because ever since I was little, I've always had a weird thing about my wrist and my ankles. Like, I don't know if you noticed, but like I'm, oh, I constantly touch my wrist. Yeah, I've seen you do it. Or my fingertips, or I'm just really weird about like my Achilles. So I always, I'm like either rubbing them together or have socks or something. And, um... I've just always been weird about that. That's your, that might, honestly, that might be your physical to mental connection. The way that you best feel it is in those spots because of those, those are just relevant to you. Some people have different spots, you know, their, their hands, their, their neck, whatever it may be. And those ones to you, those are where you have the same, it translates the best. Well, my thing is in these past few years when I have been having these night terrors, I've never had reoccurring dreams but in a lot of these dreams, same thing, right? Probably like three or four of them, I have been bound to a chair, and I've had like um, one of them. It was like me and like a little boy, and I can remember his face. And I don't. I know they say that you dream about people that you've seen before. Yeah. Maybe I saw this kid like when I was younger. I really don't remember him, but he looked like a little like Mexican or maybe a Filipino boy. And um, we were, like, in a shack or um, some kind of, like, room underground. And I've had this dream, like, 
more than one time, which is scary. And I, there's like this window that's like kind of towards the bottom. So I can see like where the ground was and kind of above it. And there's this man and I can like specifically remember what he looks like in my mind, but I can't really remember if I've seen this man in real life. Anyways, in my night terrors, I'm always crying and I'm always like screaming out for help and I'm always like in a dark room and there's like a light like um like a light bulb hanging from the ceiling and I don't know what it is. Like you're getting interrogated almost. Yeah. No, not interrogated. Like I'm being kept somewhere. No, no, I know. I'm just saying to give them an idea on what it looks like. Like that kind of room. It's a black room and being captive. These, yeah, these are the night terrors I have where I can't move. I can't scream. I'm just like whimpering and crying. And Christian wakes me up. Yeah. So sleep really light. Once I started like reading about past lives and people like dreaming about like how they died in previous lives, like. I'm just like, was maybe I was murdered in a past life or something and yeah. it like traumatized my soul yeah. to this life because why do I have those dreams? Like I've yeah. had them more than why, one time. Yeah, why would that pass forward unless there was some deeper meaning? And to then it? I have a phobia about my wrist and my ankles. Yeah, they say that all the time about in people. my dreams yeah. I'm tied up by them. Like it's just Isn't that the same thing you were talking about earlier? You you spoke specifically about the three antichrists. You were talking about that, but isn't it just literally like it has to be sp- broken apart yeah. because they're basically reincarnations of the same thing. Yeah. It's, right. It's, it's not a different person or a different soul. It's supposed to be the same thing multiple times. Yeah. Because we'll have like remnants of a, of a different soul in our soul. So like when we um, like birthmarks, like there's a big thing about birthmarks. Yeah. Is yeah. Supposedly Scars or, or yeah. Yeah. Whatever negative, bad, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, you know, who someone stabbed me right in my fucking knee. <laughs> Ow. Yeah, they're like we don't. You, I probably had some fucking horse quads back in a previous life, like I do now. Were you like Hercules? It's hard out here for like those <laughs> sandals up to like your yeah. knees. Yeah, I do. Oh. The gladiators. No, I don't even wear. Well, there you I go. Just, I just walk barefoot like a real G. But yeah, so like Over here with rough ass feet. Those, I've had scary night terrors, but those are the ones that scare me the most, just because I think about the shit I experienced when I was little. Yeah. And that it was so serious to the point where my family took me to somebody to help me yeah. get rid of this. Yeah, because they they probably understood the severity of what you're saying at such a young age. That's a weird thing for a child to tell a, tell a parent. Yeah. That just sounds, especially if they, your mom talks about experience and she's similar to you, yeah? Yeah. So when it comes down to it, I'd imagine if she experienced something different, she knows that it's something that's malignant, that's trying to harm you in some way, shape, or form. And that's why she did that. Yeah. Based off of her own personal experience. It, it might not have been that deep and it might not have been that much contextually, but at the same time, who knows if it is? She's protecting you. I do wonder, though, if that was maybe like your guardian angel or a or something to or that something like that. And he just and you just notice that he's there. It could for, You know what I was thinking? And I don't know if I've ever told you this, too. Could it have been like a grandfather? Well, that's, that's what I was so going to say, because. I would always say it looks like my dad. Yeah. And <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Anyways. My my dad's dad passed away. I think I was like two or three years old. You really? You didn't even know. Him. I was super young. But I guarantee like, you know, you talked about that whole dynamic and I won't get into it. I guarantee it's a different. It's it's a loving feel from 
grandpa, like grandparent to grandchild. I'm going to go ahead and second that one because you remember when I told you about my grandpa and everything when I was in that one relationship with, so this is like a dis, disclaimer for anybody that's experienced like domestic violence or anything like that. You probably maybe want to tune me out for like a minute or so, but my grandfather, he passed away when I was, I wasn't even born. My mom was, I want to say 15 years old. So I was in a really bad relationship for about five to six years of my life. And so like this guy almost killed me pretty much. And um, my grandfather popped out of nowhere and I would see him. I would see him in my dreams. I would see like my very last memory I had was I saw him in my car when I got out of the bank and I called my mom crying because I couldn't comprehend what I had seen. And so like, it's crazy because as soon as I left that relationship, I had a dream with my grandfather and he was in the um, he was in my Camaro at the time, and so I was like, "Grandpa, I gotta take you back to my grandma." Like, she's my grandma has not been married since my grandfather passed away. So she had five kids with him, never Life got member. married, nothing. You know, that was love of her life. And I was like, "Grandpa, like, grandma's gonna be so excited. Like, I have to get you to the house, you know." And so we're in the airport tunnel, the here, the airport connector. Yeah. And I had to pull over and call him an ambulance because he wasn't feeling good in the car. And I was like, "Grandpa." Like, I'm going to leave my car here. Like, I'm going to go in the ambulance with you. Like, it's fine. I can't leave you. Like, grandma will kill me. You know, like, we just got you back. I can't just let you go. And he's like, no. Like, and he called me Sido, which, like, in Arabic is, like, you know, your your grandpa will call you that, which means, like, it's weird. Like, in our culture, like, if you're if he's my grandpa, like, he calls me grandpa back. Like, Sido. Like, he's like, no, Sido. Like, you, and he's like, no, Sido, you can't come with me. I have to go by myself. And they put loaded him up in the ambulance in the stretcher, and he went in the ambulance, and that was the last I ever seen of my grandpa. So it could truly, I feel like our grandparents, like if they pass, and are you the first like grandbaby or anything, like the granddaughter on that side? Yeah. I feel like because I'm my I'm the first grandchild on my family so side, my. so I feel like if your grandparents pass, like they feel like it's their. Maybe it's their job to protect you, like since I they definitely can't be think here. That. That's what goes you know? back to that like, whole ancestral thing when they talk about in other religions, like Chinese and all those other cultural. Your ancestors are what protects you. Yeah. Well, it makes sense because I met him one time spiritually. Yeah, I met him one time, and I remember I was so little, but he took us. He took me to Toys R Us and told me to get anything I wanted. And I did. I remember having like a full cart of toys. So obviously, yeah, he's that's something you were you were something that at that time, like you said, you were very important to him. And then he he died really young. I think he was only like forty five. That's crazy. My grandparents had my dad when they were like fourteen years old. They were super young, and um, but that always makes me like when I started having these night terrors. Like it kind of made me start thinking because I'm like. I always thought it was my dad. Like, I I think I even said it one time on the podcast. You told me that, yeah. Yeah, when I was, like, on the computer, and I felt and saw a face right here in my peripheral that looked exactly like my father. And I whipped my head around because I thought he was, like, trying to be nosy at what I was looking, and there was nothing there. Yeah. yeah. I remember you telling me that. So it's just crazy how, like, that's what I'm saying about dreams. Like, there has to be more to dreams than that because why out of nowhere, why would I start dreaming about being tied up in a cellar or in a shack with a little boy and then a man? I think that we're just huge uh, 
I think we're huge channels of of residual energy. I think the human body in general is just a channel, you know, that we're a huge output input of energy. Think about it, calories and everything down to the last thing, electrical energy. We talked about this on how your brain sends impulse and, and it has the different connections at the synapse, all the other shit. We can talk about biology. Let's talk about biology for a second. <laughs> uh, well, uh, but back to what I was saying. We talk so specifically about how we can, we're basically conductors or conduit, you know what I mean? Like for whatever we kind of, we kind of obsess with, because I think that we fine tune our bodies subconsciously to be able to accept those things better when we have a better understanding, especially if you have a circumstance, you know, I mean, if, if it's one of those things and the lady she was talking about removing it might bring worse that might make sense in, in hindsight. Like we, we didn't even talk about that variable. Like if that is true, that means he was overlooking you and removing him would, would basically entice them to come. And that's what, that's why they decided not to do anything with it. Just to leave it But they couldn't necessarily they couldn't necessarily tell. I'd imagine there's probably a huge variation. Well, he, and why would you why would they think that? Your mom. You know what I mean? Like why would your mom have that expectation for that to be true? Well, he had told them that I was born with an attachment, but he couldn't tell if it was a good or a bad attachment and then told them the repercussions if he were to try and remove the attachment. Yeah. Oh, like it would leave like a, a portal kind open of open or something. Yeah, open. It basically leaves, uh, yeah. Like so, insidious when yeah. they talk about like, those movies trip me out. I can't watch out of me. No, I like, she like, I like those, I but like they're them, fucking, but they scare me. Yeah. But li- that when it comes back to like the whole full circle about lucid dreaming, it's just crazy because your brain can literally be manipulated, controlled, or expanded. There's so many different possibilities that your mind has. I mean, think about reading and think about basically your individual perception, how you can project things. You see these things mentally inside of your head, right. the visuals, all these things, the complexity of the brain. We only use what? They say 30%? Right. Think about all the stuff. that was debunked, though. I mean, I, I, I get, know what you mean. We don't yeah. use the full capacity of yeah. the brain. If, if we were to expand it, like all those cool-ass movies like Lucy and all that other shit, and we were to really challenge it, there's probably well, not many limitations to having us understand the difference on and, and kind of bind the gap. I mean, it makes sense, though, because you really do think about your mindset and how much it really does not even talking about like all that woo woo shit, like the secret and, you know, if you think it'll come reality, but it really is true. Your mindset does create your reality. Yeah. Same way as a placebo works. You. Same yeah. exact way. If you believe something is true, then chemically, that means that your belief is a, is a chemical response indirectly. Your body has produced the chemicals that make you believe in that. And it's stored in a way that you believe it in your memory so that it's always recollected that way. It's crazy. From it- it really is crazy, and it's like kind of our brain is so complex, and it even makes sense to like the stuff we were talking about even before we started recording about like how we are somewhat molded by what we're surrounded by with music and entertainment and all this other stuff that constantly that we're feeding ourselves you mean yeah. you think about it you're constantly you look on your phone you're constantly getting advertised to you're constantly seeing things you yeah. watch tv you're constantly being advertised exactly to. you listen to music you're constantly think about the frames and all the programming and all this like you know it's all they they're smart as fuck these people whoever they're doing it whoever's manipulating the outcomes they know deep down how to address and manipulate a psyche of a human 
They know how to play on your weaknesses and on your insecurities, on what you fear and on what you don't understand, on your insecurities about your intelligence. They know all of that, and they use that against you. It's true because, so you guys know the um, the presidential uh, guy that was running Yang? Was uh-huh. Yeah, Andrew Yang. He was the one who was talking about residual income for us coming in from what our internet users, our internet provider, like the information they collect about us. Yeah. So that being our residual income. Yeah, for Facebook. Yeah. From things that basically they have our steal fucking profiles. Our information, well, not steal our information, but we, un, like, we participate in these like 10-year challenge or blah 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 on social media you provide all this information intellectual property yeah and basically you're feeding into artificial intelligence that's learning your personality so they know when you're vulnerable you jump on your phone at 2 a.m to go shopping on amazon well they sell that information to like advertisers vendors hey yeah vendors this is how you profit yeah she's you know she's more susceptible at like 2 a.m so send her an ad with like a black leather jacket and email free shipping yeah, yeah. tomorrow and yeah. she, i bet you like exactly. I guarantee you she'll buy it 50 percent off true religion you dicks yeah. and it's like i get all your jackets <laughs> he does have a lot and of when i saw that like the little mini documentary about it like i was kind of like i feel so vulnerable so exposed and yet so like helpless in a sense because and you feel that way yeah because it's like it's my phone i'm on my phone i do everything on my phone whether it's something you trust yeah whether and it's it's my thing like so it's like why is it that you're collecting all Mm -hmm. this stuff about me and then feeling like i'm gonna sell it to x y and z because you know you're you're just a little rat in the rat race and what other fucking scenario are we like okay here this is what we're gonna do we're gonna get this and we're gonna allow people to use it everyone's gonna use it it's it's it'll be cool because every and use it they won't ask any questions we're going to get all the information that we can possibly get and then what we're going to use is we're going to basically manipulate each person individually based off of that and make money off of it we'll know everything about these people we'll know their likes we'll know their fears we'll know what they love to do we'll know where they would go if they were to leave we know everything and and it's all there it's all accessible on a zip drive they could take it out and it's all stored somewhere well, especially especially for Facebook, like I was telling, the, it was was it last night or the night before? When yeah, I you were you talking about. Stuff? Yeah, I found um, permissions. It's on Facebook somewhere in the settings. Like this had changed like a few months ago. They you even tell when us you're, even when you're not on Facebook, they're monitoring everything that you're looking at. So they can see all the other websites you're looking at. They can see everything you're watching on YouTube. They can see any other apps that you're using. When you're in there, if you don't turn that setting off, they have permission to go through all of your stuff. So that's so crazy. Your contacts, your messages, your messages, everything. They can basically, that's why they're trying to pass that whole thing to back end phones because they already have all that information accessible. It's basically a database. So they, if they can pass through their encryption, it's not our encryption, it's Google's or Samsung's encryption so that they have, they have these databases generated for whatever device you're using, your, your watch. They know where you were every moment of the day. Right. Your phone, you most likely will have that too, you know. And they know that if you have them both at the same time, that you for sure, that's you. Right. They're, they're, they're just all means of being able to know and being able to spy. They take away all these freedoms and these liberties because we're afraid. And and people, when they're afraid, are more likely to believe someone that says everything's going to be okay 
that and we're on the plan. This is this is part of the plan. They say that thing in the Joker they're talking about. Everyone's so happy to follow the plan. It's the, that's crazy to think that that's so relatable to a lot of it shit. It really is relatable though. Right. But we we really don't. I mean, I, outside of doing the right things at the right situation, there there's no plan. You just have to make the best fucking intellectual choice that you can. Like if the world went to shit, like we don't know what's going to truly happen. Like right. if if the whole world popped off right now, they just start dropping nukes. We we might be okay. We might be able to survive. I mean, but at the same time, no one really is prepared for that circumstance. And if they are, they I mean, they probably have malignant intentions beforehand. Like the they should have known about that shit. Are like, yeah, right. We know yeah, except up. for them. Yeah. No. We're hiding underground. Yeah, no, they got their bug out bags <laughs> and they go down the river. Remember that one? That was clean. We watched one where he went all the way down the river, like eight fucking miles. And oh yeah, there's some show on Netflix where I thought it was just gonna be doomsday like preppers. People yeah. interviewing yeah. doomsday preppers but they're like they show their scenario of what they're doing and then they get raided by these other doomsday preppers but this one guy's plan was fucking legit he like had a was it like a little bunker thing that could it was survive a bunker. almost anything it was basically a igloo shaped um like portable that was like kind of like a shelter if you watch dragon ball z it looked like the houses in dragon ball z like yeah. verbatim all it looks just like an igloo right and it was bolted in the ground it was fireproof it was uh, waterproof, and it was also, um, I, I forgot, r- anti-rust and basically bulletproof, was, yeah, too. Bullet, it was bulletproof. To a certain caliber. Like, like you could have that thing in the door shut, and you're fucked. Like, you're not getting in there. He was showing his daughter just in case anything happens to him, and they have to make it through this, like, uh, river, and he has a special boat to, like, climb over, like, dams and stuff. So oh, wow. You know, like it, those speed boats in the swamps? Yeah. So it's, like, hard for other people to get there, but she can get there. Yeah. And then he you has, have to like, know how to navigate the water and he, all this Yeah, stuff. you have to know how to navigate the water, and he has stuff set up to where she can climb and see if anybody's coming yeah. or anything like that. And, and that wasn't even the craziest shit. So they're big. It's, like, big logs. Like, imagine, like, like northern seattle near canada like that's where it, i think it was in alaska so it's in alaska they have these enormous fucking log trees right that's where they do all the logging he had explosives at certain pinpoints set that would basically <laughs> no, this is dead ass like i was like impressed as a motherfucker that made me think a rocket in guardians of the yeah, galaxy he's, he's basically he has a fucking <laughs> he has a backup plan for everything so he had a sniper rifle and from four or five hundred yards had these things shot so he knew it, and it was timed if you went a certain speed that if she were to shoot that the tree would fall and basically block the path of the entire yeah. river oh so they couldn't God. come through so they couldn't follow you it was fucking nuts. That's genius. Yeah. yeah, but he didn't have as many. I think it was, what was it that hit, fucked him up? Food and weapons? Food because he or didn't Or water have, supply. He didn't have any. Yeah, the water supply and the food. They just planned on hunting. He didn't have anything really yeah. stored there. So they were saying if there was a nuclear fallout. I think he had like mo- military rations. Yeah, the meat would not have been readily available for this circumstance. It's crazy though, but like. You know, people watch that for entertainment and like, haha, those people are so crazy. crazy. Why we're all I fucking wish why we're all quarantined. I wish I already had that shit. And and everybody why? cleaned out the stores. Exactly. Like, the like we're sitting here making fun <laughs> of these people, but we're all not able to leave against our own will. It's illegal yeah. for us to work. All the stores are cleaned up, but we're like, haha, the conspiracy theories are so crazy. Like I know. What a better time to open your eyes. 
it is well, a good time to open your eyes. And the thing that like really gets me with like conspiracy stuff is like, why is it if you are a non-believer of what you're told, status quo, automatically a conspiracy? Like it's why, comfortability. Yeah, why can't it just be like, hey, like my brain functions a little bit different, and like my thing when I was a kid, I was always like, who is the person that wrote the dictionary and found like the first pencil and called it a pencil? Yeah. And why do we call it a pencil yeah, today? Exactly. Like where does all history is depicted from, by the know? victors that's what it, that's the craziest thing it's facts, his story that's right? what i'm saying facts are, are all dependent on what how the story was told they talk about like there's different people in like different cultures i think it was the native american culture where they had these people generationally that were told the stories to pass on to each generation so that they understood kind of like how the bible is basically yeah. guidelines and what to do and to be a good person and they i forgot what the names are I, they were talking about it we were watching this fucking uh I think it was a stand-up or something crazy like that, or, or it was a comedy special. It was Dave Chappelle. Oh, my God, I love Dave the, His new thing where he was talking about how his mom, it was in Africa, and how, how in the culture there was one person that they told all the stories to, and they were basically in, they their only job was to remember these stories and tell them in, in like, gatherings and, you know, basically whatever rituals or responses or whatever they had. So... They would tell those stories and then they pass them on to the next person before they died. But if those stories, like for some reason, they weren't passed on, they would die with the person that they were with. There's no real way. Right. They talk about history and we talk about stuff from the past, right? This is what's even more fucked up. And I haven't really talked about this. We we look at history books and we expect that to be the truth, right? I mean, that's the common don't question. It There's right. no questions about it because that's the way it was written. What if this whole time? We were basically being manipulated so that we could see a viewpoint to which is, I guess, easier to control. Right. With a, like a different agenda, like what a history book that fits a certain agenda. Exactly. Kind of thing, right. I mean, everything is political. What's to yeah. say that something like that isn't right? What's to say that, you know, the wars that we've had in the past weren't over something more malevolent and that we really didn't know. For one thing we can all agree on, we know for a fact in World War II, we talk about Hitler specifically, Nazis were evil. Right. Nazis were evil people. Right. What they did and how they exercised things and what they experimented on, how close they were attached to the occult, all those things, those right. are evil. But the crazy thing is, and I didn't learn this until I had like, um, was in my college sociology class was, Hitler took an American idea and ran with it. Yeah, I know. You know, was us basically trying to, like, um, kill off bad genes of, like, disabilities or, you know, um, certain things. And so this was a lot of testing that was going on. And, I mean, certain countries, even, like, I believe it's Sweden, like, they have a stimulus for people, for them to breed with certain people to keep that aesthetic going. Yeah, it's a race. And genetic, what is it? Genet like genetic modification of like, but actual human beings, yeah. you know? Gynecology. Yeah, and it's crazy because this is actual, this is not conspiracy stuff. This is actual Fact. factual history of countries and what they would do, you know, because it, I guess for us, we, we didn't want, you know, people with um, disabilities or people with certain like genetic predispositions 
predispositions to continue to have children. So they were giving people like hysterectomies and making men not sterile so they can't keep producing that gene. Well, Hitler learned about that and ran with it and was yeah. like, I want blonde-haired, blue-eyed people. Yeah. And so <laughs> Despite the fact that that's not what he was. Yeah, it's so... like It's so all cool on, on paper that everybody look like Ivan Drago, but that shit is fake, son. He was Russian. Right. He wasn't German. And the craziest part to me is, you know, that was a man with just, uh, you know, I don't understand German, can't speak it, nothing, but he must have had one hell of a way with his like words wasn't he homeless before like to be able to brainwash he was people. a painter yeah he was like nobody of power and he was just able to he's, yeah he's like the german alex jones like you know or jim jones sorry jim, jim jones. jones yeah i was like not alex jones. he's not that bad of a guy I don't even know ironically do you know where the <laughs> do you know where the whole term conspiracy theory came from hmm it actually arose in the 1960s and it was a term that was originally basically brought to light by the CIA. Huh? They were the one who originally coined the term conspiracy theory. And it was actually, I mean, the whole rhetoric, everything that was drummed up about it, and all the different, like, let's say, examples in popular culture that we see to try to make it so that's okay to like them. Yeah. It's, it's pretty obvious and in your face if you think about it. Have We're supposed guys, to think they're good people, right? Have you guys have you guys watched the show um, Scandal by any chance? Um, no, okay. not really. So I watched not much of a what's her name? What's her name? Something Pope? Oh, Olivia Pope. Olivia on the Pope. Show. I hate okay, that. Okay, but that show is crazy. I watched the entire show, and basically, what you find out is okay. I'm sorry to any of the listeners who have not watched Scandal, but I'm about to give you guys like a little. Recap. Little four one one. Here's the summary. So what it is is you watch the show. You watch this girl get a president into office. How they rig elections, like crazy stuff. When it's a certain agenda that's happening yeah. in politics, and at the very end of it, you find out that you think it's the government that runs the show, but it's really an inside agency inside of the government that has power over everything. And in the show Scandal, it's called B six thirteen. And they have more power than basically the president. And yeah. they pick, they they choose They're who the they ones. want yeah. to be president. So if somebody gets elected that they didn't want, they assassinate that person. And so it's it to me, it, that show was so crazy because she was originally a cleaner and her father was in that in that organization and she hated him and everything he stood for. But like we were talking about before we started recording and the power and what happens to people when they have so much power, she got sucked into the negative part of it. And she when she took command and she took control, she didn't. Do the she wasn't the white light, the white knight. Yeah, she You're corrupted. She turned corrupted, and yeah. she needed to be stopped. She didn't realize it. But yeah, then she turned into the person that she exactly. Yeah, but that's it's what ends crazy up happening because in that show, it's an ABC show, and they're blatantly talking about there's an inside agency inside of the government called B six thirteen on Scandal, but it's like the CIA is untouchable. They, yeah. you know, no. When do you ever hear anything negative in the press? Nothing. Never. Honestly, like, have you ever heard that one? I mean, JFK once had some, but he got wiped out. Yeah. So we well, the only <laughs> so think about this. So did our homeboy Lincoln from yeah. the oh. from the perspective Lincoln. of this too? So if if you can make money, if they can benefit, if they can profit, I, I mean, the main things like we go back, we talk about the two things that are beneficial to them. They want basically money and power. 
Right. And that everyone talks, oh, the Scarface one where he's like, first you get the money and then you get the power and then you get the respect. And I was like, mm, shitty accent. But at the same, that, <laughs> that whole thing and that whole guy's, that's really what it boils down to. In, um, the Wasn't early... he on Tiger King? Who? Scarface. The guy. Remember oh, yeah. The one guy who bought out the Tigers? When they were like, he was on there. The guy was chopping up the people. But it wasn't Scarface himself. It was the other guy, right? The one that was chopping up the people. And he said the yeah. story on Scarface is him. Oh, yeah, yeah. I know. Just I don't know. know. I don't know. Tiger. I didn't watch enough of that show. Oh, my God. That show. I watched crazy. just what she watched. But at the same time, like, I really, like, I ended up hating every single one of those characters also, by the end of the I thing. watched, like, uh, did I didn't you... have any of the emotional upheave that they had for you guys. And you grew to like them. And they were like, oh, I could see where they're coming from. I didn't have that. I just had the, I there's felt... a shitty person. This is a shitty person. I am felt bad for the tigers. I did, too. all the things. Like, I was like, the tigers, that was the saddest part to me was even Joe Exotic at the very end like they didn't even show the, the like the newest episode but when he was like selling off his tigers to make money for it to be a hitman or to buy the hitman to kill carol baskin like they're all fucking nuts yeah they're all crazy i watched a tmz thing yesterday where they were like what really happened and they were well i what's her face is gonna is being fucking investigated so she's dumb as fuck carol baskin's documentary baskin. yeah. but Netflix completely twisted that shit too. Like that guy Doc. Like they really throw yeah. memes. It's, and all it's that a shit. whole like he, cult. Yeah, and he was gassing his well, tigers, right? He he was on there and he was saying that he's not married to anybody. Like the you know how they said he he's hasn't married been married to so in many, years. Yeah. yeah, he had one wife. He was like, you can look it up. I've been married one time. She died. I haven't got married after that. I have a bunch of girlfriends. They're all in their 40s and 50s. They know each other. And he was just like saying how Netflix completely manipulated that documentary. That's how and it that's is. The power. No, of, but it's been happening for is, years. All those people, the producers, pro exactly. people that do things like they, they'll do something, put it out and then bam. Everybody right. believes it. You guys yeah. know you guys have heard of Operation Mockingbird. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's directly correlated with all of this. They want there's something. What whatever they're doing as far as the rhetoric that goes along, they they're trying to twist and pervert it by everyone identifying with that person, even even despite the things that he did to those people, they really downplayed that. But they openly said it and they showed everybody what he really was. Right. Right. They talk about exotic and but how he was to men, what he used to manipulate him. He was very Young men. Yeah. Right. Very evil. It was very Drugs. evil. Yeah. 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 And then they they manipulate you to make you choose his side over. But they're exactly. all fucked up. Exactly. Yeah, That's what I'm saying. Are. But that whole thing goes again back to what we were saying. So Mockingbird, give it a little, put a little thumbtack in that. It goes back to what we were saying about manipulation. They want to manipulate your viewpoint, and if they can get you going in the direction that they seem and you identify with one of the sides that they have you choose, then indirectly. Like subconsciously, what it's allowing you to do is be okay with what they do. Yeah. It, it, it it deafens what they do. It's not as fucking hurtful or Kinda it's like not as bad. Us. It's exactly. it's very much desensitizing. It's the same thing as like they were talking about in 
what's that YouTube video everyone's watching? Out of the Shadows. Yeah. They show like how you were telling me a few desensitized ago murder about death. The movies, like our movies, all have purpose. All this right. shit is supposed to be meant to yeah. get us ready for this. Desensitize yeah. us. Get used to people seeing people kill each other. Yeah. Used to seeing people rape each other. I don't other. care if yeah. we can murder somebody. It's not that big a deal. It's, right. It's and the it's norm. Like the purge. Like movies like that give me anxiety because it gives people reference points. Yeah. And off of an experience that's not there. It's impossible. It's, it's not real. I'm like, who? Whose human psyche thought this up? That's like, hey, one day out of the year, we should just like be able to kill as many people as we want, and like that's fine. Like it's legal and everything. Like the first movie that ever really, I was so into horror movies and so into so like just crazy movies and stuff like that. It never really bothered me it until never dawned on you. Until. Yeah, until I saw Sinister and Sinister, I had like a mini panic attack watching that movie because I'm watching. You never watched that whole thing. I'm huh? watching children slaughter their families for some demonic god in this movie and i'm sitting here going who thought of that like to me when people bring children in movies it creeps me out and it's one of those things that play on people's yeah it plays on your like your fear your like just because children are pure and innocent you know they're born innocent they're born pure and And then that's something you know you know that for a fact that's something that's received in it it's not something that can be manipulated exactly it's like nature versus nurture so children are innocent and then what they're fed and what they're by fed i mean like information wise not just like food they eat but like what they're fed to grow whether it be mentally physically whatever it may be you're right exactly so when i see them in movies adding kids and now kids is a normal thing for them to start like you know killing people and stuff like that it weirds me i'm not okay with that and i'm not somebody who's like easily like offended or sensitive or anything like that but to me that didn't sit well with me with sinister was the start for me and i was like you started questioning it why is this okay yeah because there's certain things that are okay to cross i mean but at the same time the only reason they're okay to cross is because I've experienced something that's a little bit less that I equate it to being okay. Yeah. That's all perspective. Um, I don't, the, the thing with me though, is that I don't get the fascination with making children victims. Like even like you said, it like I've watched it since I was little because of yeah. how old that movie is. I even started reading the book. I, didn't, I never finished it. But my thing is like fuck you, Stephen King. Exactly. No, I'm starting. I used to be a huge Stephen King fan, but like, why are kids always the victim? Even in um, the second thing that we watched, uh, what is it? They were talking about perversion of children, the children orgy that he had in the original movie. Exactly. Why is What's that even necessary? a thing? And then it wasn't he, a big deal back then. Got right. Criticism for it. He was like, well, people are fine with watching children getting murdered, but they're not fine with children exploring their like their sexuality. And I'm yeah. like. Why are we children even don't have sexuality? And you know, even in the first it, it would it would make me so unc- in the original it when her dad, when you knew he was not only physically abusing her, but sexually, he was abusing. sexually abusing her. Yeah, that shit is so horrible. And to me, what makes me like even more uncomfortable is people don't even put warnings in their movies anymore. No. Like if somebody has suffered anything like this, like for you to sit through a movie and then see something that you're not prepared to even be exposed to, right. you think you're going to just see a slasher movie. You know, right. Oh, some topless chick running up the stairs. She's going to get slaughtered. Like we know that's, you know, slasher movies, yeah. but like the same thing with like girl on the train. Exactly. I never knew 
that um that move was a girl on the train i think so where the girl the hu- the husband she thinks she's an alcoholic and all this crazy stuff and the whole time it's the husband the ex-husband manipulating her and he like i seen it it I started I've crying. Seen a lot of shit too. I started crying in the movie because I was at the movies thinking I was seeing some like weird like psychological thriller. Yeah, yeah. And then they threw the part. Da, na, na. Yeah, where he starts beating her up because she's trying to like bring his attention to something and he was having an affair with the nanny and like all this crazy stuff and so he's married to the nanny now but he like beats the crap out of her in the tunnel yeah i wasn't expecting to see anything like that and i'm not like i'm not sensitive by any means but if you've experienced something it's a trigger for me and i don't appreciate when i watch like a movie thinking it's gonna be a funny horror movie or you know something and then you have all these random triggers like it and the the kids being sexually abused they take power and being able to trigger those things but that's the thing though like that's like recently in movies that have i mean i'm sure there's movies in the past too i don't understand why we're slowly being introduced to it being okay to kill children in movies like it's even more taboo to kill a a, a animal and i'm a huge animal lover yeah i love my dogs i love animals i hate seeing animals die die in movies but it's even more of a trigger now to see an animal die than a baby die in a movie and i don't understand why we are being fed this entertainment and we're supposed to be okay with it yeah it started with and even like um what's that other movie he made doctors was a doctor sleep yeah where they kill the kids and yeah. they literally have a whole scene murdering a child and I couldn't even watch it. But, and not even yeah. just that, they had a whole scene murdering the child, basically soul cooking his fucking exactly. ass and They're stealing his steam. His soul. They said it was steam. They never fucking used the word soul, which is even worse because they're they're trying to make it seem that's how they rationalize things because oh, that's not his soul. But what else could it really be? Exactly. That's, that's don't get me wrong, the ending and all the stuff over him defeating evil, I get that. That that I mean, that's one of those things. With any of these circumstances, we talk about how in film they desensitize us, but at the same time, the good thing about it and what they don't do intentionally is that they also subconsciously prepare you for situations. Right. If those negative things were to happen, you'd be able to easily identify it because you've seen the characteristics and you've seen what it could potentially be. So your mind knows this is what's happening. I need to do something. Right. Flight or fight. So Indirectly, they—I mean, don't get me wrong—they they make it so that it's not okay, but they really aren't doing that well not to arm us. They really are doing basically what they're turning us into. Once everyone's awakened, is is basically a force to be fucking reckoned with. Right. That's why they're so worried about us being united. I know. That's why, if you really look at it, and I was, you know, talking to a, a family member the other day, and I said. If you look back on the years, like, I know that, you know, there's always been, what do you call it, like, people fighting or whatever, right? But it seems like since, like, maybe 2015-16, that things have increased with, like, maybe it's media exposure or the narrative with media. It's both. But it's, like, they've divided people by, like, your race and, like, your by your, your sexual orientation and your views and your political... Your gender. Life. Like, you, well, what politics everything. you cite. Feminism. They blah, blah, blah. Da, 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 da. Blur, trying to blur the lines in anything. And if you try to stand up for 
anything, then you're xenophobic or you're yeah. homophobic or you're. It's racist. always a negative repercussion. It's always a, it's always negative, and that's why they push on your morality. They take those things and they take advantage, and they know that you won't do those things. It's the same thing as when they talk about. We were just watching Glass, and he said, "The he said the hero's common sense of good." The enemy becomes the ally. Remember he was talking yeah. about that? Because our morality wouldn't allow someone else to have that happen. So they use that to manipulate us. We see things like children crying or, or, or babies and moms running away from tear gas. And a, a mo- a, like automatically it elicits a emotional response. Right. It makes us feel a certain way. We feel sadness. We don't want that to happen well, because yeah. we're good people. And women and children are sacred in exactly. anything. That's what, like, exactly. They have that whole, yeah. uh, the purity. Yeah. I mean, when it really boils down to it, they, they know exactly. With animals, for example, we talk about animals like, I love animals. I, I always have. I yeah. mean, I'd imagine you guys both do. You both have own animals or have animals right now. Like with Joe Exotic, you know, for that they didn't talk about <laughs> that you guys saw the end. I actually, when I watch something, I have a hard time not trying to pick up stuff that I like if I rewatch it. Yeah, yeah. So they didn't drop those charges for the animal cruelty and the and the animal killings till right when he was about to get convicted. Like r- they used it at the very end to basically like make him look a worse. super like to go super saiyan over the edge because yeah. it they knew how it would sway public appeal because right. of everyone's. They even said it. The lady said well we know how people are attached to animals so we wanted to use it at the opportune time that's an easy way to manipulate animals (laughs) that's what i'm saying exactly and i'd imagine originally when it started before it was perverted all those things in that show were meant from good intentions well because outside of maybe carol she seems like a piece of shit yeah it even shows you the fall of like joe exotic how at the end remember at the beginning videos of him like yeah first started and he's like the animals he loved it like you know great like great space and we got to keep him safe and like all this stuff but then at the end it's like money greed and the tiger king persona got to Everything him yeah him. power yeah power is perversion we got um we're at 112 finish finish that last thought up and we'll take it to a quick break mama i don't have a last thought i lost it i'm sorry we're um yeah we're going pretty deep in it so um we're gonna take a quick break and we're gonna use the restroom because we uh, drink a lot of fluids i had some coffee but so that it'll be easier for us to upload. So, and we're back. Now, let's drop a truth bomb. Think about this. Everyone, wrap your fucking mind around this. All right, I'm not stoned just yet. I have a doobie in my hand, so this isn't a idea. Hear me out. So, in common culture, for example, for people in prisons, we always say that we or we've come to know. Let's say we've come to know through circumstance that. Most prisoners, whether it be murderers, lifetime murderers, whatever else, they always beat the fuck out of pedophiles, right? Mm-hmm. Like, beat the fuck out of them. Right. Like, that's to death. Anyone that hurts a child, for the most part. Right. Because y- you think about that from that perspective. So people who have murdered and people who have killed, whoever's been convicted, these people don't agree with this regardless. You could be a fucking serial killer and kill millions of, of people in, in war or whatever it may be. But if you're a pedophile, that universally is viewed terrible, right? right? Because you're taking someone's innocence. Why is Hollywood and and the left trying to normalize pedophilia? I think that's something that a lot of people are not ready to um, wrap not. their mind around because it's 
Why is that okay? It's it's a trip because people, first of all, people will say, oh, that's not true. That's not true. False idols. Exactly. But then, you know, when you dive deep into this Hollywood thing and then not even just that, but I mean, regardless, age of consent. Yeah, it's 18 in America, 16 to get married. Like what? With your parents' paperwork or like they sign paperwork. Yeah, but ba- it's based off state. Yeah. But at the end of the day, there is no law here in the United States that says you have to be this age at minimum. So if I'm a mother and I have a kid and they're 13 and I'm like, okay, they're going to get married. I can sign a piece of paper and let someone get married to my kid. Like, to me, that's crazy. Like, a child does not, like, child brides. I know everybody talks about, like, other cultures that do Think that. about the shows that are normalizing it. I know. And there's right? one show, what is it, the one that talks about, like, um, love is, like, just an age or something like that. And the guy love on the- is, Next time on Love is Just an Age. <laughs> I, number I'm <laughs> it's so just an age horrible. at what age is love yeah because what is love on that one it's um i think it's a european based show but they're trying to normalize like love between age gaps and it's like you know when you're older and like you know you're 20 and you get with somebody who's 30 or you're 30 get some, getting with somebody who's 40 it's very different than when you're 12 getting with somebody who's 22 exactly like, because those experience yeah you yep. you a 12 year old do not have that mental capacity to be in a relationship with someone nor should you be in a relationship with someone 10 years older than you like that's that's not right on any level and so to me it's like it's just crazy that like things like that get overlooked in like bylaws and things like that in general and so when when you see that even in laws we don't have a a certain age requirement per se like on your own you have to be 18 it's the same thing your parents but you know other than that it's like but with hollywood stuff it's it's a trip it really is and to me my my biggest thing even other than than hollywood has been um i've always been not a fan of um what do you call those children's beauty pageants Oh. Me either. Those things that weird shit is so creepy. That makes no sense. Why are they putting makeup that? on these? First kids? off, what are parents thinking? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. Who dropped you on your fucking head? Seriously. Not your child. You're putting your child through the worst thing you could possibly do. My yeah. my biggest superficial. Thing, my biggest thing is with like, there's a huge group online that is like trying to normalize this pedophilia and the thing is like your brain is not even fully developed till you're in your mid-20s so how can a a child consent and the the thing that bugs me the most is because i have so many lgbt lgbtq community people like in my family that are directly so close to me and the fact that these people are trying to put that in the same category it's not the same thing at all yeah they they don't realize that they're unintentionally fighting for rights for people who are basically predatorizing children and that's the reason why they attack people of that age they're manipulatable they do what they say because they're an adult they listen to adults kids walk off with hey i your mom told me the, to pick you up after school, right. um, I mean, I know it's kind of weird, but at the same time, she told me that I could just go, if you want to go get ice cream, we can right now. Because kids are innocent. Exactly. Yeah. Because they aren't expecting that because they don't know the bad that's in the world. It's not until you're exposed and you can see same thing, circumstance, well, that you can have that. Yeah, it's, it's, I definitely think, you know, children are, are easily groomed and it's not like saying anything is like, you know, like children are weak or anything like that. It's just when you're a child, you're taught to respect authority. You're, yeah. you're taught to listen to an it's adult. It's ingrained. Yeah. 
and not you're like you know an adult tells you something you do this you know if they tell you to do this you do this but you know at the same time and that's one thing i learned in like my crisis counseling classes is like especially with things when it comes to like child sex abuses you know with children they think they're doing what they're supposed to be doing they have no idea stuff they don't know you know they they, don't understand they're innocent and as far as they know well my mom and my dad told me i have to listen to an adult when they tell me to do something so you know whether it's you know know, the school teacher somebody you know in 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 religious stuff whatever whatever it may be family members they've left them with them so then my mom must trust them if the, if they leave me alone with them, they'll they probably whatever they're telling me to do is probably trustworthy. Right. But I mean, when it really comes down to it, it it's just about kids being vulnerable, and and that's why they pry on these people. They're pure vulnerable, yeah. pure and vulnerable. But that's the thing too, like fucking even, terrible. Even with all the stuff that we have been watching in the last few weeks, with like um, Fall of Cabal or Out of the Shadows or any of those conspiracies that. You know, people think that people are crazy for it. It's like, it's, uh, I mean, when you look up the history of like Walt Disney and that's like (laughs) the biggest fucking thing for kids. Yeah. And I mean, it's just, it's like so crazy. All of the, like, and I think it was um, in Out of the Shadows, he was talking about it. Why does every story have to start out so traumatic with with their parents dying? Yeah. Right. And it's like, why why are we exposing our kids to something so traumatic so traumatic so young when they're so innocent yeah Yeah. it makes no fucking sense what's the point of doing that why have them experience those feelings exactly and then all of the hidden messages inside of all of quick history on that shit i mean as far as walt disney goes everyone obviously they joke and it's like whatever blah 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 they talk about him and being an anti-semite right disney has direct ties to obviously Socialism or Correct. national socialism, so Nazi parties indirectly, but at the same time, he was still in charge of the rhetoric here in the United States. Goebbels and the person who was in charge of propaganda was also connected to Disney. They admired each way that they made film. The original CEOs and everything beforehand, like these were high prominent people, just like with Paperclip, they talk about bringing all the scientists over and how they infiltrated high spots in our society so what's you know what's to say that they didn't follow that practice and keep that occultism and all the stuff that they were obsessed with alive all of that stuff all of the things and they talk about it so easily in popular culture how many times we were watching what hellboy when they talked about uh what was it called babe the staff uh, that basically Hitler had um, the 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 spear of destiny. Yeah, the they talked about it. It's like a it's kind of like Noah's Ark, like uh, it has that kind of buildup. And basically, whoever had that one whatever battle or war that they were in. Yeah. So they talk about how s- the only reason Hitler was winning the war the way he was winning it was because he had the spear of destiny and he lost it at that point and that's when the war basically changed or that's when the transition happened and we got the upper hand. But they say the same thing in. Um and Constantine. Yeah. Was it, is that Constantine? I think so. Where he has the Spear of Destiny. In his hand, yeah. Yeah, the guy, the, the Mexican guy that works at the gas station or wherever the fuck he does, <laughs> or at the grocery store, he has the Spear of Destiny, and he basically, because of that, he had supernatural powers and all these other things that he could do. Well, he was, like, possessed, whatever, With whatever what was in him was mm-hmm. possessing him to do the evil which is like, I mean, not to go too deep into the rabbit hole, but I've read things about like 
certain celebrities that they're just basically puppets for like whatever, yeah, whatever evil entity, the devil or whatever it is you believe in, and he's working through them, yeah, to manipulate us. I mean, to go back to what we were talking about before we started recording, how easily we are manipulated through music and our entertainment, and we're taken away from whatever good that it is that we were supposed to be born with like whatever god you believe in or whatever that purity that purity exactly yeah it moves us further away from that to be the norm to disobey that yeah to go against it to act against it but what they don't realize and again it's our biggest strength these people that are doing all this they might be programming whatever but if you are awakened that same dissidence that you'll have you'll be fucking pretty well off to fight back they are programming revolt and and for people to opening up their eyes. And the more times, like we talk about coincidence together, we talk about how if there's a lot of coincidences, it, it could most likely be true, even if it's out, like outlandish. It could be fucking crazy. Right. I don't want to name drop here, but it could be crazy. You know the circumstance I'm talking about. There could be 200 circumstances, coincidences that are similar for what the fuck? That doesn't make sense. After a while, the math, like, you can't overlook that. There's too many. And the sad thing is, is even if like you give somebody a hundred instances of something that's like happened. Yeah. yeah, You're like, but how did this happen here, here, here and here? And you're telling me, oh, it's just, you know, whatever. It's a coincidence. It's like, how many times does something have to happen that it's not a coincidence anymore? That it's something. It's 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 an actual thing. It's believed as factual. Yeah. We we watch that. Um. What's the guy's name? The comedian you say we have similar senses of comedy. Chris D'Elia. Oh, Chris D'Elia. Yeah, he's fucking, he's my favorite because I actually, we probably could sit in the room and we'll just have the same imagination and keep going back and forth. But he was talking about how he had never drinking alcohol in his life and how that's such a crazy thing for people to understand that he has to continually repeat it until they comprehend what he's saying. Like he 10 said, times. So be ten like 10 times. Like ever? No. Like, oh, so you don't even have, oh, so you used to drink, you just don't drink now. No, I've never drank in my life. So, like, um, every once in a while or just not... No, I don't at all. Like, I I really don't drink. And that was the thing. It was weird because of the fact that we aren't used to something like that or something that we deem as not a fact, but I guess like a guideline of how we portray things. It's socially awkward, I guess, if you don't drink. like Acceptability. You want to fit in with the crowd. People will be like, oh, so you're sober from drugs. Okay, that's great. Like, we support that. Yeah, Yeah. but somebody tells you, like, hey, I don't drink. And you're like, oh, what? Like, not even a cocktail? Yeah, Yeah, because over the course of our lives, we've been told that alcohol is okay. But at the same time, you look at statistics, and I guarantee it's killed fucking 50 times as many people as weed. Right. Because it's acceptable for social gatherings, yeah. any, time of ce- any type of celebration, right. dating. People use it as a scapegoat. Because what, what is that, the prohibition? Yeah. yeah. The alcohol. The 20s. Yeah they, yeah, they were like, yeah, that's fine. Drink it everywhere at Easter. Everything, everything. Mm. <laughs> prohibition is interesting, too. Because yeah. it, it just goes to show how certain things can start other things that are even <laughs> like alcohol left, organized crime escalated crazy. Like bootleg alcohol all those things it was it was one of those things that was readily available because drugs like weed and cocaine they aren't mainstream back then it wasn't pushed that way right but alcohol and hard liquor and i mean you look at all the movies they'll have our meads like look at the revenant how many times did, you know what i mean they're just drinking fucking pure whiskey fire water yeah. shit like all of that stuff we deem as acceptable because they've conditioned us to believe that much and it could 
have an ulterior motive for profit. But I mean, what am I? What do I know? So yeah. I, it really boils down to that. I mean, that's true. But at, at at the same time, like I think it's like how we were talking about earlier. If you question anything out of the norm, then you're you're weird people are like oh that girl's crazy against or the status quo they're yeah. a conspiracy theorist because you question what the authority is telling you yeah right. because you aren't it has to do with belief if you lose faith in something you tend to no longer believe it if you i personally lost faith in the system that i see before day to day i see every whatever it may be television you know personal anything news blah 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 or radio music anything that i come into contact with that could be something else from someone else, whatever it may be. Yeah. And it, and I don't think that those people are like, have any motive to change my, my well, viewpoint. Here's a, here's a good example. Like um, with entertainment, we see these people on TV that portray these other people. Yeah. Just like the same thing with Bill Cosby. He was considered like the dad or the father of America. Like everybody saw yeah, him as a father years. figure. And nobody could believe the allegations that were against him. No. At the end of the day, what we see on a TV screen is not that person. Yeah. Not yeah. at all. <laughs> yeah. We don't know these people personally. So why are we holding them to such a high caliber? And that's what kills me with all these celebrities that always try to talk ethics to us. They mm -hmm. have no idea what it's like to be one of us. Yeah. Right. And on the opposite side, they're probably doing things worse than anyone else can ever fucking imagine. I mean, if all this stuff is true that we're finding out during this quarantine, a lot of them are doing way worse than we can e even imagine. Yeah, there's a certain amount of sickness and power that, that, it just gets to a point where that perversion is is terrible i mean we're coming to the end of our show so we might as well get into it like when we talked in the, before we started recording about pizzagate if you bring up pizzagate to any normal person they scoff at you right or they, they automatically judge think you. you're but why though oh. i just saw a documentary on hbo the media. actually about media and um the guy from Pizzagate or the guy from Comet Pizzas on there and talking about how his life was ruined because of Anthony, whatever his yeah. like Papadopoulos or whatever. Yeah, because of or is that the guy from Godzilla and all this stuff? Know. And it's just crazy because they're basically like they bash like Alex Jones on there, like yeah. all this stuff. Like for people who don't, I was ruined mainstream, ma mainstream media. They basically call everybody, and I watched it just to see like Both what else, sides. yeah, to see what's out there. And it's like, so you're telling me like credible news sources but then yet again when you see stuff on the news like you're using footage from a war from seven years ago trying to tell me this happened yesterday like or splashing boys little boys in the face with water to make it look like it's tear gas yeah and then only capturing a picture right as they have the water splashed on their face so they look surprised and in right. pain exactly. and then would we catch on to that we're the crazy ones yeah it's like but you know people don't research anything they, they don't, don't look want at anything to. and then they see the news and they're like that's that's the truth truth that's what's happening they this need that though people people don't have that ability and it's not until you kind of question the status quo until you see a flaw until you see something that just might not be right that right. you're like maybe i should look into this and when you dig and when you dig and i know what they rabbit hole they coin all these fucking terms because it makes it easier for you to basically make fun of people who question the norm right my thing is too with like that guy from pizza gate the owner of 
whatever is it? Comet it's a pizza? fucking yeah, no- Comet nobody there. Okay, if you're you own a fucking pizza place, why are you so into politics? Why are all these political people coming to you? Why do you have all this symbolism that's the same symbolism that pedophiles use? That FBI have why identified you, as male pedophile symbols. Exactly. Right. Why do you have all in this your logo pedophilia art in your in your house in your restaurant or? Art that's from people who do what's called soul. What is it called? Soul cooking and spirit cooking, and basically have literal like banquets with celebrities where it shows cannibalism. Oh yeah, you can even Google those pictures, and you'll see like big name celebrities with that. Exactly, they all do it, or it's cake. Exactly, symbolism. Yeah, even human body. Even if it's just symbolism, what normal person looks at a cake that looks like a human and wants to eat it? Right. Yeah. I would never want to eat that yeah, shit. That's just right. weird. And it's weird to take pride in something that like that. That almost just kind of goes to show what they really care about. Yeah. It's and not people. And no, it's not people. And that's what, and I don't mean to go. I mean, I feel like when we talk about stuff like this on the podcast, like I feel like I get emotional about it. But it's just because I get worked up because there's so many people that are so blind to this. And the thing is that. If it's true, I mean, it is true. We know that there was a pedophile island. There, no, we know there was an island where there's kids getting trafficked. We know there's right. kids that are getting trafficked. Well, everything. Thinking all the stuff that's Epstein, happened. Even yeah. before Epstein. There was someone who had a case, and three years ago, a lady said that she had a case, and they wouldn't air it on CBS. Wow. And if you want to even go further into, like, child sex trafficking, you could do research on North Fox Island. Those people yeah. were never convicted. They were never caught. And this was... the North Fox Island sounds like somewhere exotic. No, I think it's, like, somewhere near Michigan. You know, it's it's America. Yeah, it's and off the it, fucking... It's in one of the oceans. People were tipped. They were tipped off, and they fled before they got busted. But what Epstein was doing is basically what they were doing. Multiple exactly. places. And his logs, all these people that were supposed to look up to we're supposed to fucking look up to hillary clinton and the clintons with all their fucking dirt that everybody knows about them bill clinton went to epstein's island 12 to 15 times and we're just supposed to turn a blind eye into them there's pictures with him with little girls too the thing that that kills me is that anybody who speaks out against the democratic party then you're against your own because i'm progress exactly you're against when it's the complete opposite and why are all these of uh, you're so against old white men? The whole Democratic Party, everybody there is old white men yeah. and they're being, you know, like caught red handed, basically. Mm-hmm. But people don't want to believe it. We only say this because originally, the, I mean, I, I'd imagine that. I mean, we obviously understand there's good and bad, but w- originally we both had similar views to you. We 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 easily thought the same things and, and we felt the same way. And, and it made sense because of emotional connection. It, it really boils down to an emotional connection. They speak to you on a level that your morality, because you're a good person, allows you to accept. And they try to do these things and they try to show these things and and in statistics because of the fact that you're so attached to them because you think that they're good. Statistics will basically not get you to believe in what we're saying either. It's mind-blowing when you start actually not using Google and using other search engines and start looking into the actual history of things yep. like Planned Parenthood. Yep. Like I am, I am very much a libertarian. I don't believe in big government. I don't think there should be any kind of authoritarian telling you what you can and can't do with your yeah. body. But the fact is that there's these people that want you to kill your babies. And there's these people that encourage you to kill your babies and For its resources. And, 
and that's the thing too is like there's so many videos of these people that work for Planned Parenthood that are talking about how they use or they sell the organs of the babies or how you know if a baby's born alive that they drown it and how is that not evil yeah and majority of these places those are, people aren't alive they're in urban areas yeah and that's terrible if you I'm not even gonna go into the founder of Planned Parenthood but if you look that up your eyes will open to it I don't believe that abortion should be illegal because there's a black market for everything right. if they take away abortion there's going to be a black more a black market for it right. I'm very in the middle for it if I was raped I'm going to be completely honest I'm not going to want to have that baby understandable and right. I don't and there's people that have been I mean we've seen it over and over again people that are trapped in houses or trapped in a marriage or abducted and raped constantly why should they have to have those babies why over are they and forced over? exactly right. so i'm not against abortion but i am against fucking trying to keep a race under why are they trying why are they putting plant parenthood in all these urban areas because they use it out of weakness they keep everyone in fear and they keep everyone in check by making them lazy and not question anything or right. making them think that they're lazy well you know, it's well, crazy they make them lazy indirectly because of the stuff that they're given. Like, for example, the stuff that's happening now with the pandemic. They talk about stimulus. They talk about giving money. That's yeah. cool. But, I mean, in all honesty, if we were a harsher world, like, it's your fucking problem. Exactly. I mean, that's cool. I get that. It, it makes sense. And in a certain, like, from, it tugs at your heartstrings, too. That, that's another thing, right? But... They don't have to fucking do it. It's your life. I mean, you're responsible for your own shit. If we were going to be more harsh about it, but it's it's just crazy in that sense. Like, people don't realize it. What? So I just, I Googled um, Planned Parenthood because... It was like, Planned Parenthood's great? Planned Parenthood's <laughs> awesome? No. Phenomenal? The last Planned Parenthood I remember um, was towards, like, the east side of Las Vegas. So there's one there here. The we have two. But that's not what's like even crazier to me now is I Google it. And one of the articles that popped up was uh, well, one, awesome. one day ago. Unsealed documents show Planned Parenthood charged twenty five thousand dollars for body parts. Fuck. Dude, like that's the thing. Like, Wait, where was that again? Um, Recently. Uh, OK, so this is off of what is this? Fox News. It says unsealed. This is one day ago. It says unsealed docs show Planned Parenthood charged 25G for body parts, blood samples within months. And I just I Googled to see what side of town our Planned Parenthood was on. And it's towards the east side. And then there's one like a little bit more central. But yeah, they for the talk most about part, adrenochrome. We don't have one. Fear. On that's why they fucking. We don't have them. a Planned Parenthood in Summerlin and Sun City Anthem. See, that's what I'm saying. Even in my hometown. We only had Planned Parenthood, Planned Parenthoods on the east side and the west side. The east side predominantly is black people, and the west side is predominantly Hispanics. Right. There's none on the north side. There's none on the northwest where it's like better off people. Why are if they really want to help us? Why are they putting them in these urban areas and yeah. so pushing abortion instead of mm -hmm. actually helping us plan to be parents? That's the thing. It's a whole thing about desensitization. We go back to that all the time. They want us to devalue the human life. Right. And that's what it... And the thing that blows my mind is, too, like, even with Bill Gates, when he talks about population control or, like, these people that are saying we're so overcrowded, there's so much of America that is rural. 
like there's so much of America that is rural. There's more than enough resources for people. We like there's no reason to start with population control. But the thing is, it's control. That's yeah. the thing at the end of the day is control. Yeah, they look at China. Right. Yeah, China. <laughs> That's well, a fucking deeper. But we could talk about that shit for with like China seventy what, how, hours. I bet. Yeah. Just me. I don't even need anybody else. I'll just keep talking. <laughs> uh, and with China, you have to look at Wuhan and. But how does their thing go? Their birth order. So if you have a boy, the you first. stop right yeah. at your first. If you have a girl, you're allowed to try one more time. For and a boy, if it's a girl, then mm-hmm. that's it. Yep. But if it's a boy, you're good. Yep. But that's crazy to me. Like and they throw all the other kids off the mountain, like in fucking Sparta. But you know, gen- I mean, not genetically, historically, that's been a thing in I think like pretty Eugenics? much every country. Yeah, because exactly. even like Middle Eastern stuff, I believe it was Egypt was if you had a girl, they would bury them like after because huh. they didn't have um um what do you call those tall Ultra buildings at those time mountains. Yeah, so if <laughs> the I was talking about the Spartan thing. <laughs> No, <laughs> to throw the babies. That's why yeah. I'll just be the dick. The Snickers no, hole, no, but for them to um, ultrasound, you know, to see what they're having. So these women, they would have their babies, and yeah. because girls are very devalued in other countries, you know, we're basically kind of treated like cattle and religiously. <laughs> yeah, you know, so it's like it's everywhere, they yeah. would um, they would bury the infants alive, the girls. It's fucking terrible. Tra- and I'm like, you know, and to think like. Even on a, like, yes, it's traumatizing for the child, you know, of course, you're killing an actual whole human baby at that point. But it's like the mother that just went through a nine month pregnancy being so excited she's pregnant. And then you have to, like, bury your child and then be like, oh, we got to try for a boy because boys are amazing. Like, you know, it's like it's not like I'm not like sexist or anything like that by any means, you know, but it's just like I can't even fathom the the emotional trauma to go through after like having given birth and then you find out it's a girl and then just be like, Oh yeah, sorry, we gotta go bury her. Like yeah, on top of the fact that you carried that fucking child for nine months and the fact that you, you nurtured it, it, you bonded right. with it, the heartbeats you probably f- that's the thing. But that's the thing though, like this has been going on in history for so long. Why do we think that it stopped? Just yeah. because we can't, because thing it's is not so open and it, you don't Mockingbird, see it same thing. day to yeah. day. And you know, like in Silent Hill when when they're doing their whole trial thing and then the lady says she's like well mother is god in the eyes of a child yeah. because you're supposed to be your kid's protector they like, say that in the crow too yeah it's right before the, he died yeah no it's not before he died i think it was like be, he was taking the drugs out of her because you know how she would like shoot up or whatever and he tells her like you know in the eyes of a child like a mother is and it's true yeah like you're saying I mean, and, you know, the whole thing is like you ha- you have a whole baby growing in you for nine months like that baby. hears your heartbeat from the inside of you like that. Nobody knows you better than your child. You at share that everything point. with yeah. it, you know, and it's like, that's true. Yeah. And it's like you're the, the reason for its being. Exactly. There's and it's no like other thing in like the world. You're creating something that's completely like organic and yeah. special to, and unique to you you know and the, that whole process is magical and amazing and it's still like you know scientifically however whatever way you want to talk about it like that is a whole human being and that's how we all started once upon a time like you know just this little thing growing in somebody's belly we talk about back and forth you talk about the evil and it's it really boils down to the taking and the giving of life those are the opposite sides of the spectrum like the most positive and you know what i mean the most negative and i mean taking i mean murder or or something like that i I don't necessarily mean like someone passing in their sleep or anything of that extent but 
we talk about birth, like inception, and it just parents talk about how happy they are and how how it feels to look at their child the first time, and that that natural human response that we get from looking at something that they created, you know. So that at that point is that euphoric high position of awesome and good and there's no impurities to that you just did something you brought something into the world you made the world a better place by you know mixing these two things that quite possibly this person could do this and this person could do that they have their choices but at that point it's the best thing that you know it's like the happiest point but then the opposite side the taking and we talk about good and evil and then we talk about specifically with that, with Planned Parenthood. I, it's it's made to look specifically as a resource for people. But yeah, if you even in the name, if like, yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, even in the name too, they got a pedophile symbol. Fuck. That's true. The the triangles. Yeah, but back to what I was saying. I think the whole goal of this too is just to get us to get people to i mean you don't have to take shit that we say for face value go look it up for yourself we just want you to take a look into this and and make your own opinion because i've i have always had very and i still do have very libertarian views i think people should be able to do whatever the hell they want and i don't think anybody should tell them what they can or can't do if as long as it's not hurting anybody yeah and the way that things are going now especially in these past four years like it's completely turned my world upside down because, you know, I'm Hispanic. The household I grew up in is like, you know, Democrats are for people like us and Republicans are for the white are the rich people, white and rich and wealthy. And that's and how they portray it. It's yeah. like completely opposite right now. Like everything that's going on. I mean, I'm not taking either side, but I'm just saying, like, if you can't think freely if you're a Democrat, because if you even have one view opposed from any of their agenda, then you're you're yeah. you're full of hate. You're slandered. And why are they doing that? Like, think about everything that if you watch like Fall Cabal or Out of the Shadows or any of these other conspiracy quote unquote videos that are out right now, it makes sense. Why are they turning us against each other? Right. All of why? Why is a war? Why has any war in the last forty years happened? Or let's say longer than that. Let's say since World War II, why have any of them happened? They talk about every single war was over something. They make jokes about exactly. how Iraq war was over oil. They talk about how uh, the war in Vietnam. They they talk about it all having a, a benefit in some way and to the CIA, the U.S., whatever maybe it's power and money. And it's crazy though. But a lot of those attacks that happened supposedly to us were staged. Yeah. A lot of those things like didn't they weren't even attacking us. A lot of their a lot not to i mean i love the america. battle of wuton or some shit like that i know exactly what you're no talking i know about. i'm just saying like i love america i feel so blessed to be born here especially from like the home country i would have been born in if my family didn't make it here like yeah i love this america. place is the shit but at the same time there's so much corruption in our history why are we why are these people in power not just government celebrities why should we take anything that they say for face value when the it's elite. Been in our in our face over and over again that they have lied to us yeah right. they always they're lying they're pushing rhetoric to you every day in every which way they want you they know how to control you they know how to make you think what they want you to think exactly and if you question that then they're going to do everything in their power to make it look like you're crazy and you know what else is crazy is 
I don't think other countries idolize celebrities as badly as like America does. Like whether it's the only places are like super Americanized North Korea with the what's it called we watched or South, South Korea, Korea, not North with, Korea. Like, Kim Jong Un, yeah, K-pop. That's what I meant. Yeah. Like those are the only places that are close. They're places that are trying to like be similar but idolize the u.s li- lifestyle but right. be more like you know kuwait places like right. uh, united arab Emirates, like all that shit yeah. you know what i mean people that want to take one step up they're like you know what u.s is cool but we have fucking everyone has a lamborghini in this motherfucker <laughs> what <laughs> everybody is that? um um borat is that the movie where they all have like the lambos and yeah everyone's yeah. driving them <laughs> i love Borat. yeah you will never get this yeah. Um, that was okay. Come on, you could do a better one than that. Let's be a little lighter for uh, them for a second. <laughs> Give me another Borat impression. Uh, I don't know. I can't remember. Just say the same thing. Just time. just throw it into it. Throw your body into it. This suit is not black. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. You'll never get this. I sound like Bulby from fucking Jimmy Neutron. He was my favorite <laughs> character. You guys probably didn't like him, but he had dynamic and he actually had a little bit of context. Remember Bulby from Jimmy Neutron. Okay. Bulby. Ah. I don't know if that has to do with anything. <laughs> Look him up. Um, but I think the whole part, I mean, we are supposed to talk about Illuminati. This kind of talked about Illuminati, but there's not really anything to follow with it. I think this whole purpose of us talking about this is just to wake up and look around what's going on right now. It's all... This has never happened before. You guys have to really pay attention to this and and question what's happening. Don't just believe whatever you hear. Do some research. I I promise you it'll help you and it'll benefit you in so many ways. I mean, don't you think it's scary that there is a man with so much money and so much power that is trying to make it mandatory to put something in your body? Right, and then for the whole corona well, we don't know thing, what's in there. Yeah, for COVID, for the the seven, um, seven. Uh, Too much contact high. <laughs> <laughs> for, for the seven um um uh, deadly immunizations. Sins? Oh. The seven immunizations that they have. Um, oh, fucking Tupac over that here. That he's about to um, fund. Well. They're not testing it on any animals or anybody before yeah, they test it on humans. It's so direct to human trials. Yeah, so we're basically going to find out. We're going to find out if we're about to turn into, um, what was that movie with Mark Wahlberg? And he's like a super soldier kind of thing. But it's like a thing they put in in the, like, I don't know. It was like an experimental. Not, I'm not thinking, not Venom. <laughs> that was Tom Hardy. But there's a Mark Jesus. Wahlberg movie. This is hard. My inner nerd. Keep going. No, no. I'm I just know kidding. Venom, Venom was like, you know, the experimental stuff. I, I honestly don't know a Marky Mark movie where he was a superhero, and that's well, no, I'm a fucking huge Marky Mark fan. Joe Dan of the Lunch Planet. But it was one of those, is it not the spirit? It's like one of those kind of movies. Okay. And so, so in it. Like one of those secret Soviet spy yeah, type Yeah, okay. and in it, they were injecting super soldiers, and that's what he finds out in that movie. Well, I like the, I like the topic. Yeah, and so that movie, you're like, I was like, that's kind of crazy. Like, he's sitting here, and these people, like, they were having different kinds of reactions to the thing, you know? But, but that's that's the thing, though, is, like, it, he. this isn't the first time that Bill Gates is using humans as experiments, and you can look it up. Yeah, no, he's right. used children for years. He's actually, there's pictures with children just fucking terrified around the guy. And I think that's the whole point of us 
you know, going off on the rails and talking about this stuff is just to ask you to kind of question your reality right now and question what's going on and, you know, maybe just look up some stuff that's in question. Think don't of take, the matrix. Don't take, yeah, <laughs> we have two pills here. Yeah. Here, here. We have two pills here. Take the blue pill and you'll go back to your reality and believe what you believe. Mm-hmm. Take the red pill and you'll be like, holy shit, I'm going to get myself a gun and we're going to fucking ride out on this bitch <laughs> if they ever come and check us. Yeah, red, the red pill is intense, but it's fun. The The craziest thing, I was trying to look up just the last little talking point. We were, wh- th- what's the true Winter Soldier like? The, what was the name of the project again? Do you remember what I'm talking about? Wasn't How? Like, uh, Do you know what I'm talking about, Rhonda? The true Winter Soldier project, like from like the same thing from like, let's say um, Marvel, like Winter Soldier, how he was a Soviet spy and they programmed him and he was activated. He's like, oh, man, like a Manchurian candidate like like that. There's a the fucking name of that thing that the CIA ran that like for what was it like 30, 40 years? And then they finally came out and were like, we no longer do this. Trust me. George H.W. Bush said that. He basically ended it. He's like, we don't have this program oh, MK anymore. MKUltra? MKUltra, yeah, yeah. They talk about, and they talk about that as being conspiracy. Again, conspiracy <laughs> being a term that the CIA coined. Uh-huh. But they talk about MKUltra and mind control and different means of doing it. And then also, if you look up, um, what was it, uh, Project Mockingbird, I, I believe mm-hmm. that one goes into how the CIA basically used Hollywood and the media as a means of propaganda similar to what the Nazi mach- the Nazi machine did in World War II and they used the same they basically had <laughs> the fucked up thing about that uh, mockingbird is it was orchestrated with the same people who did that who did the Nazi regime like those scientists and those people were basically allowed free pass into the United States and they were heads of those programs there's like open heads of, and th- they have obviously been replaced or renamed and re, you know what I mean? There are spots in history. It looks legit. They've lived a whole life and they have a whole long story to tell about their lives when that's not actually factual. Yeah. These, these people literally allowed them and they used that. They learned and they were like, this is a great means of control. This, what if we manipulate everything that they ingest and we ch- can change the human spirit and we can change everything about a person just by what they seem as okay and what they deem as good or bad. We can manipulate all of that. Right. And they do every day. I mean, they do. I mean, nowadays, if you think about it, it's you're weird if you believe in God. Right. It's taboo to talk about like anything religion, no matter who you believe in. And what what was that? What was that? Like, what is the fucking point of of making it that way? Like, why? Why is that such a and we as a whole, as a society, we've leaned in that direction to be like, we shouldn't talk about it. It's fucking stupid. Like, what's wrong with sharing something that you're passionate about? And why is that so taboo? Why have we been ingrained to feel that way as a whole? Or to think that way, what's wrong with being passionate about something and actually having faith in something? And and it's okay, I guess, that people think that maybe having faith in something that isn't legitimized Tangible. in their mind, yeah, in right. their mind, isn't there and isn't possessable, but you can feel it. You really can. And the thing is, like, like how we were talking about earlier with, um, you know, 
possibly the origins of the Catholic Church being a little corrupted. A lot of times, crazy church, church turns people against other people. Like you know, you're supposed to crusades. Exactly, you it makes you hate other people. You're you're not supposed to, you know, have same sex marriages. You're not supposed to, you know, have sex before you get married. You're not supposed to do this and that. It makes you such a judgmental person. Yeah. So I can see where people feel like they're losing touch with God. But it's not God that's making you believe those. It's these other people that are manipulating you into thinking this is how you should be. Right. And that's not God. Nope. It doesn't say it doesn't say to hate anybody like how you guys were saying in the Bible it doesn't say to hate anybody. Right. But people are corrupted at the end of the day and especially people with power. And you don't think and somebody you can pervert with, with the power yeah. of church. And that's the reason why we had to split power. I mean, church and government is because. Things were getting so corrupted. And That's crazy. You don't yeah. think right. that the church is still corrupted? Look at, you know, what all these priests were doing to little boys. You don't think that's evil? You don't think the devil lives Look there? at all the symbolism and reptilians. You know what else is crazy, too, is it's along, like, every religion. I was watching something the other day where it was, like, Jehovah's Witnesses, and they will disown They shame you. everything. Yeah, they, like, I don't know what the word is. Maybe it is disowned, but, like, you have to, like separate yourself from that entire religion and if your family's still in it like they can't talk to you or they can't do anything like the girl you're on gone the, yeah she was talking about it like the guy one of the um disassociate yeah he was um molesting her when she was a kid and when she came out and talked about it like they would not listen to her nothing like nothing and then her mother was like you can't talk about it like she and it's crazy because it's any like it's just uh, you can't speak out about it it's so sad too because that's probably not even like a rare circumstance they use it as a perversion to do them whatever they want to do they manipulate the word to benefit them in in a circumstance where well if he's saying this i trust this person he's closer to god than i am and he's telling me the word of course it's it's easy for people to make that jump and to take that leap and trust somebody like that but right. they're, but they're using that as a means to contort and 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 basically pervert what the word is actually saying. Just a it's a it's a basic book. It teaches you morals, right? Because I mean, it just really boils down to that. Any Bible, I'd imagine. I imagine the Quran. If you read it and interpreted it that way too, I, I'd imagine it, it probably interprets morals the same way. And yeah. it isn't until later on where people pervert based off of circumstance. There's a microphone. You're cool. It, oh, it was you oh. hit the table and the microphone fell off. Oh my god! Okay, I was like, <laughs> I fucking I ultra instinct that shit. I knew that was gonna happen. I actually was waiting for it. What I was, was like telekinesis when like you move stuff with your. I head. wasn't doing it. I wasn't moving it with my head, but I saw it in advance. I'm more of a median, if anything. But yeah, no, I mean, it's just crazy. We just want to incite maybe a maybe a little tiny tiny amber inside of your curiosity and if you thought anything was wrong we want you to go and prove us wrong how about right. that prove me wrong if this isn't real and if you look it up and you don't and you don't stumble on something that doesn't make sense keep following that in your heart you know what doesn't doesn't add up you have that gut feeling you can follow your gut on this one because it's obvious it's obvious. Keep going down. So many people are keep going down. Waking up to it. Look at all the fucking facts. Right. There's going to be an awakening. 
And if you look at it too, like in the news, like it's been revolutionary all over the world over the last few years. Everybody is. And they don't ever fucking put it on there. No. They don't show it. It's never portrayed. They show Hong Kong and all that stuff. Then we got coronavirus. Exactly. Hong Kong. What about France? They were just called the Yellow Jackets. They never said it, what they were really truly standing for. Yeah. All of these places, they're all revolutionary. It's happening over the world. So if anything brings you comfort, that should. Yeah. Right. It is we're a not the only ones. Thing. It's not just we're localized. Just, we're just um, a little more open to accepting truth. And being able to speak about it because we have that luxury for now. Right. For I mean, now, yeah. we do. <laughs> Until we Today, we'll be good. Yeah. Well, my thing is, too, like, I get... Especially these past few weeks looking into all this stuff and it's really easy to feel super vulnerable and depressed and just, you know, helpless, especially learning about all. I mean, because you can look it up. There's kids that are being saved every day. Yeah, they're busting these people every day. Yeah, all over the world. Have you guys seen that on the news? No. Have you guys seen any of that? Like, no, it's nowhere. You have to go look for it. Yeah. And if you look for it, where do you find it? Do you find it on Google? No. Is it on the news page at all when a bunch of 200 pedophiles are arrested or that Pedophile 90 CEOs? Read. Even in our own, in our own um, child care prose- protective services. Yeah. Right. The lady who literally, I forgot what organization she ran, but she was basically anti. Oh, uh, the people anti- who do Amber Alerts. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That same lady. Yeah. She, she was, was harboring children. Yes, right? Yeah. She said some shit like, oh, they were adopted, and then... Uh, they weren't. They weren't. They, they were, were stolen. Right. And that was... Right? Was that Haiti, right? In yeah. Haiti, when she did that? And they take every one of these... Any, that's what I'm saying. Remember when I told you there's fucking um, opportunity and chaos? Mm-hmm. That it stems back to you like never waste a crisis. R- exactly, and it, it, think about That's every the thing single they one say about media too. If it bleeds, it succeeds. They said that the Red Cross, like, only built what three houses out of all that money that they got, and yeah. they were donated somewhat upwards of a billion. Or was it that close, or was it that high? It was. It was close to that. Yeah, I think yeah. so. The well, Red Cross did all that, and there's only three houses, and the, every single foundation that was involved in that pocketed money like a motherfucker. Right, including the Clintons. I- exactly. They were The Clinton Foundation was part of it, and mm. if you don't believe me, look it up and check yourself. And that's my thing. Like, like it's so depressing. When you start looking into this, it's going to hurt you because you're going to find out that there's so many children that are, you know, children, like we say, they're vulnerable, they're helpless, they, they're they the most innocent thing in the world, and they're being taken advantage of in terrible ways that I probably can't even imagine. You know, a lot of the things I research don't even really go too deep into it, but there's talk of torture, there's talk of rape. What the, What's that one chemical? It's called adrenochrome. Adrenochrome, which is not it is a real thing like even if you don't believe that they're torturing these kids for that you can look up in santeria you can look up in any of the black magic from the congo the reason that they torture their victims before they sacrifice them is because their blood is stronger if they're scared there's some and, compound in the blood from fear that derives from your pituitary gland. that's ancient. That has been around for so long. The Aztecs did the same and shit. Doing the, and that's exactly why they did things the way that they did it. So what is so hard? Why is it so hard to believe that that is still going on today? That those people don't believe in those same gods and they don't worship the same exact evil. Right. They just can't talk about it now. Why would they tell they you? Can't talk about any gods. You, we, we talk about this. It's so taboo to do all these things. Why would they tell you? Why would they even have you have an idea? But 
what they can't stop doing is giving signs. Right. Well, they they need to show off and showboat and make it so that people understand. No, they fucking give it to you every single day in code. Mm-hmm. And you know what's crazy too is so thinking of like spirit cooking and like all the stuff that all the other crazy stuff that happens. But I was thinking about the movie was it the second hostel when the girl she slits her throat and she takes a bloodbath the art teacher. Uh-huh. I haven't even what seen those movies. What the hell is like now that I think those about it? I don't like those kind of movies to watch. I don't. I like all murder movies. I don't have a problem. I'm but not those a kind, fan like of Saw. Eli Roth, but I saw or, those movies. One of my good friends from back home was like, she would like have me watch those. And the the last one I think is where they got revenge, right? Yeah, where they killed all the the rich people. Yeah. But it's like it's crazy because the the art teacher in the second one, when they kidnap the girl and they woo her by like the bodyguard guy is like trying to talk to her and then they drug her. And then the the art teacher is doing some kind of like spiritual sacrifice for, I don't know, her youth and beauty. She slits her throat and she's like in this like Romanian tub and just bathing in the girl's blood. And it's like, why is that in a movie? Wait, Is that is that okay? No, fucking not. (laughs) Yeah, and that's that's the thing, though. It's but like, you've seen it before, exactly. so the next time you so see it... It's like, yeah, you see it before, so it's in your it's mind It's not as shocking to you because you've already been programmed to receive that information. The first time you see something, your brain gets a stimulus that something new is in the environment. So it has to recognize how to treat that circumstance. It's the same thing for anything new that we're exposed to. If you see something like that in a movie... If you see something like that in real life, it won't harm you as much. But this is the thing, too. Like, shit like that just doesn't pop up in your brain out of nowhere. Exactly. Everything comes from a little grain of truth, even if it's the tiniest thing. Anything that we see in media, any movie, everything is inspired by something. Even if it's something, like, maybe that happened so long ago. But with everything coming to surface, it doesn't seem like that. They're talking about foreskin facials, or they... Have they facials glow. from yep. babies' foreskins. Yeah, how do would they just have hella foreskins laying around? No, they fucking take them from children. There's, you know, why is there such a push for the red? The red market is a really, it's a very real thing. There's a true cannibalism restaurant. It's in L.A., I believe. Yeah, there's that. There's, it's just so much in our face in China, like. You can get put to, you can get put away for the stupidest thing of freaking traffic citation. You get put in jail and there's so many of those organs that get sold, not even donated, sold. Yeah. You can get imprisoned for anything and guess what? Your organs will get sold for yeah, anything. Yeah, they're property of the state. And who's going to ho- hold them accountable if they kill you for it? Yeah, what are they going to do? That's crazy if you think about it and they are the ultimate and they fucking slide by the radar because no one apparently gives a fuck. They literally talk about it all the time. We talk about how they're only allowed to have certain kids, and that that's like the light half of the situation that's happening there. That, the, the, that whole thing, I didn't even speak about that, adrenochrome specifically. We talked about, you mentioned that compound. I'm sorry, because this is fucking important as fuck. Did you know that that level four lab in Wuhan was actually the only place on earth that made synthetic adrenochrome? No, I did not know that. It's crazy, right? (sighs) Wuhan. This is the thing, too, though. Like, all this sounds so stress. Like, it stressed me out. I know it stressed Randa out. We text each other like (laughs) crazy. And I know I stressed Christian out because I had, like, he lived with me. 
the good she do. the only good thing about all of this coming to light is people are starting to realize it and people are starting to know and there's a reason they're calling this a, the great awakening and even though it sucks and we're stuck in our home that should be the biggest red flag that we literally it's illegal for us to work it's illegal and i understand like there's a they fear need of the our virus, dependence but also if this virus is so bad as they're saying and i understand people are dying from it i'm not saying that it's not real we're not trying to make light of this virus but by why are means. they manipulating the death certificates and why i have exactly. a friend who his his fiance's mom is a nurse in florida where supposedly this is like going to be huge and they cleared out two floors specifically just for coronavirus victims and I think it had a capacity of I don't know how many people they can hold. There's only three people that are there <laughs> since this thing has started. It's because everything, this was the most mentioned epidemic of all time. By If you take the next one as far as media mentions, this one has been mentioned probably five to 10,000 times more. And we're talking about, let's say SARS has been mentioned, I don't know, let's say 50 million times. We're looking at, we're looking at almost trillions what's after trillions i don't even know i don't i'm not that cool i'm not that rich so <laughs> i can't be counting that high quad is it quantillions <laughs> I don't know. quadrillions quad yeah man that yeah, might make sense quadrillions. quadrillions so we're all the way up to fucking quadrillions now i'm, I'm just uh, that's i don't know i don't even know if that's fathomable that's fucking crazy and and what and just that number a quadrillion Mind fuck. I am high as shit, so like I could just be like <laughs> making shit up. I honestly don't know. We've gotten a good a two fucking hours. <laughs> We've gotten a good two fucking hours of, of this. I think that what we should do is basically wrap this episode up and what we can do is if you want to continue, we could start another one. I don't care. Like table talks kind of thing. Uh, well, we could go directly from this into going into what we're talking about as far as um children's sacrifice yeah. and all that stuff. So, you know the whole adrenochrome thing? Is it adrenaline that's in it? Is that why it's called adrenochrome? I think uh, so. quite I, I don't know if it's just that. Uh, I it probably is something like that. It's your pineal gland, so that's the same thing that secretes adrenaline. Right. It, it could be just I think it's fear. It's it's only it's only that side, I, which. Well, yeah, because I don't know. I did a we were going to do a um, an episode on Michael Kilroy. Mm -hmm. Are you familiar with what happened to him? Which one is that? One? So he was a spring breaker from like where I'm from and everybody in South Texas goes to South Padre for spring break. And but it's right next to Mexico. You have to go in a border town to get it. So and, and when you're under 21, you can go drink in Mexico uh, when you're 18. You end up like Rocky's daughter or granddaughter, whatever the fuck in that. That oh, wasn't Rocky. Oh, that was Rambo. Rambo. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that's true. Right. But so anyway, so long story short, this guy with his friends went over to a bar in Mexico and he was walking back to the car with his friends, but he had to pee. So when he stopped to pee, he was kidnapped. Oh, shit. And so what happened... <laughs> That's terrible. ...is this guy was a drug lord from... I think originally he was from Puerto Rico. He lived in Miami and then ended up in Mexico because he was such a big witch doctor that the government used him, the cartel used him. So many people used him for protection spells. And what he would do was sacrifice people, basically. So oh, no. what he needed for this spell 
for his naganya, which is like the cauldron that they make the spells in, Fuck. he needed a white boy. He needed somebody young. So they took this boy, Michael Kilroy, who was, I think he was like 20 years old at the time. Where they fucked up is his uncle was an FBI agent. <gasps> so they oh, were not going to let that shit go. And so it was like, surprise, motherfucker. It was, it was messing with Mexico's tourism because all the, all the, all the news stations were running the story, how he disappeared yeah. in Mexico. On people break. are getting abducted. So people were getting scared to go to Mexico. So yeah. then finally Mexico agreed to work with them. Long story short, they found the ranch where he was. He had like a hole in his skull. He was dismembered. They in that whole ranch, they found bodies of young boys, young girls, young people that were all sacrificed. And when oh they interviewed God. these people that were helping with these sacrifices, they said they had to torture them. They had to make them scream. And the more that they torture them, the better that the blood was and the better that the sacrifice was. Adrenochrome is the most expensive substance in the entire world. And this is something, and it wasn't, it's not even just Brujadia, it's Santeria, he, he messed with black magic from the Congo, and this isn't something that is done. You know what it is? People still do this shit in Mexico, and I mean, obviously we can't go over there and save everybody and find everything, but it's something that people don't understand that a lot of those people are conditioned like that. This guy that runs that culture. cult. He was raised by his mom and his grandma to do these things. They wanted him to be that way. No, back to adrenochrome and fuck. I had a really good point. God damn it. Well, maybe let's end this episode and then we'll see what we want to do from here. All right. So my little puppy's barking. I'm going to go check it out and see what he's doing. (laughs) And uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap this one up. Thank you guys for listening. We will. Um, Before we go, like. Obviously, yeah. Thank you guys for listening. All any anybody who's listening, um, email us any listener stories or oh, any. Oh yeah, my bad. <laughs> I was just hella fast. Any experiences that you want to share with us, or even if you have any information about like my personal story or Randa's personal story, if you have anything similar or maybe an opinion or an insight, yeah. go ahead and email that to us at something isn't right at gmail something isn't right podcast altogether at gmail.com. We need to get a new email too. Because Google be evil, too. Are you guys going to go back to AOL.com or Hotmail? Yeah, we're going to go to AOL. <laughs> they were the only right, proper ones hey. back in the day. They have our beliefs. Before AOL. AOL there was oh. Ymail. That's well. true. Oh, shit. I That's true. About that. And you think about this. Only, effect. only the nicest and most well-off white Americans, like elderly Americans, have AOL accounts still. Yeah. And I see that every day when I sell cars. They're like, oh, I'm at AOL. I'm like, oh, wow, you're doing great, of course. They still exist? You do a good job. I haven't had to change it because life hasn't been that bad for me. I've been doing a good job. (laughs) Congratulations. That's great. My guy. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. Thanks for having me. They're my favorite. Have a good day. Did you really say they're my favorite? (laughs) What? customers. <laughs>